heroes awake on a desert island with no weapons, armor, supplies, or even food. How did they get here? Where did their ship go? The last few weeks are a haze of missing memories. They'll have to find what they've lost and forgotten if they hope to survive a desert island filled with cannibals, the restless dead, ancient treasure, greed, and fellow castaways with secrets to kill for. Sugarfueled Gamers, in association with RPG MP3, presents Lost and Forgotten, a mini-campaign adapted from Soul for Smuggler's Shiv from the Paizo Adventure Path Serpent Skull. Episode 2. Voice of the Editor here. Excuse the sound quality on this particular episode. We had a big storm raging in the background. I've endeavoured to scrub out the sound of the storm which has for the most part succeeded, but it's left our voices sounding a bit tinny. So, when last we left you, doubtlessly there's no need for me to recap this for the players who played a month ago, but <laughs> nonetheless, um, you had woken up on a beach, on presumably an island somewhere. Um, yeah, I think we're pretty confident it's an island. <laughs> you are former passengers of the Jean the ship that you were running on the theory that has shipwrecked somewhere in there. Yeah, well, we found a piece of its hull that's like a foot across, so yep. that doesn't seem like a good sign. Um, and you didn't get terribly far into it. Um, you woke up on the beach, defeated some tiny, tiny, tiny monsters. With immense and terrible difficulty. Um, in fact, I think it would just be me on the beach and one crab monster, I'd just have been eaten. <laughs> which I have the XP recorded for, but it's, you know, a little sad, so... Yeah, yeah, just save it up until we've got a slightly bigger pile. <laughs> well, you've, you've cleared a hundred. Yeah. Um, so, you have found um, Jask Narindi, the Mwangi man... Um, <coughs> who is a prisoner of some kind with his manacled hand and foot, which yep. we weren't able to fix. Um, and Sasha Navar, who is the little halfling psycho girl who ate all your crab. Yes. Crab-eating psycho. And it is um, getting on towards mid to late afternoon. Yep. Um, and you are turning... Into the jungle. You are turning into the jungle. Having given up on finding water source along the beach and gotten several people fatigued and things. Who's fatigued and who's sickened? Uh, nobody's sickened. This is fatigued. Right. Mm. Oh, right. Did the sickened wear off? Yes. Yeah. Very, very rapidly. So it was the, uh, my head is swimming from whatever happened sort of thing. Yeah, so we were um, going into the jungle to look for a water source and possibly try and hunt some food. But I think yeah. the water source is really the priority because, you know, we don't have water. Yep. And so reluctantly we were taking Sasha along and also, what was his name, Jask? Jask. Yep, we were Jask. also taking Jask along. Yeah, and we're also looking for, you know, better lockpicking tools. I'm thinking if we burn that hunk of boat wood, we might be able to get out a nail. And if we can't, if we can start fire. And if we can get out a nail, then I can, you know, try to see if I can lockpick the thing with that. I think the rule of thumb for survival is shelter, water, then food. I think it should be water, then shelter by the, then we can make shelter by the water. So, there are several things that you're looking for at this point. Yep. Um, shelter. Yep. Water. Food. Um, 
tools of some of whatever capacity. Yeah. Um, and some sign of where you are, or civilization, or something. All of the above. Yeah. And possibly other shipmates. Um, yeah. So at this stage, you're not actually exploring, as in trying to comb the jungle to see what's in it, style of thing. You can change seats if you want to, say. Yeah. You can do that. No one's stopping you. Yeah, I'll boost you off and you can set up your own seat. And as we, it is about half an hour into this jungle um, when you have concluded that you are going to have no real problems with this. Um, there is lots of noise in the jungle, so lots of creatures and things in here. As you walk along, you will see several berries and things that you think are pretty safe to eat. Um, and you can also find several water sources in that it obviously rains here quite a bit. Um, it hasn't thus far in the you know, six or eight hours you've been here, but that's uh, not necessarily meaningful. Um, what you will find is basically several palm, palm fronds style of thing, heavy with water, and when you tilt them, it's just pure rainwater. So you don't find a lot in any given thing, but you can find you you think you won't find it that hard to keep going. Um, Moreover, um, as soon as you get like a campsite with tools and you know buckets or holes or fronds or whatever of that ilk, it should become easier. Cool. So we've got we. You can find us food in temporary water. At which point we probably should make some kind of check for that to indicate that we've got some supplies, and then look for a better site for a temporary campsite survival. So couple of things here. Yes, okay. Basically, um, if you want to... This this is what you what you will discover from a, a you know, a 10, 20, 30 look around style of thing, is that this place is teeming with life and water. It is not only going to be um, moderately findable, it's actively giving you a bonus to your survival checks, as opposed to if you were in the frozen north or the, or the desert or whatever, you might face penalties to it. Um... And then it's just a question of where you want to put your um, where you want to put your time and effort. Like you haven't remotely found enough food or water for everyone within the half an hour of looking. You're not expecting to. This routinely takes sort of four hours or so, which will pretty much take all your remaining um, day away. Um, so essentially, at this point, you're either going hungry and thirsty tonight, or you're going without shelter. One of the two. Did someone want to go back and make a shelter on the beach that close to um, so yeah. can we can we divide that's the question can we divide our efforts sure can the less people you put into things the less effective they are but yeah but um um I, I don't think we any of us should be on our own um so, um, Lord help me, I could go on the beach and try and make a shelter with, um, Jask and Sasha, and assuming I haven't been murdered on your return, you two could stay together and hunt for food and water for us. Um, Jask is going to be pretty obviously useless to you. He can, he can actually attempt to make an aid of mother check, but he's so penalised that he's not going to get terribly far. Um, 
fundamentally, um, Sasha's there to prevent me from being murdered by beach creatures. Jack's there to prevent me from being murdered by Sasha. Murdering Sasha. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. And, um, because Jask won't be of sufficient aid in the the jungle hunting, you know, he's not going to make any real contribution. Oh, that's nice. Um, on the basis that, like, he can't hunt in the jungle, and at least the shelter building, he may not be able to contribute, but he's not going to be sort of hiking through the jungle, which isn't a very manically friendly activity. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other thing we can do is all stay together and try and get, like, a supply of food and water that will actually last us a bit, mm-hmm. so that we've got something, you know, if we pull that off, we might have a bit of a supply to tide us over a bit for tomorrow as well, at which point we could try and make a good shelter. Or we could put all our efforts into making a semi-decent shelter, and given that we now know there's water, um, like in terms of we could like drink some of the freely available water that you've tracked down, but and have that and more or less managed without food or any more water than that. It's fast. <laughs> they're, they're both survival in either case, in the absence of you um, having the um, uh, the relevant craft or professional skills. Yeah, I've got craft pottery, which will be useful yeah. when we come to make things and have found a source of clay, but it's not really yeah. shelter building stuff. Yeah. Yes, yes, boss. <laughs> so, where do people want to put our efforts? So, the choices I think are um, all on all on shelter, all on food and water, or half each. I think we should probably do. All on shelter, and then hunt for food and water tomorrow because we can survive a, a night without food and um, water. Where, where, where are you at? Um, I would probably go and separate and do half each, just so we've got something that we can spend that then tomorrow making. Well, I would probably go all in on food and water. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, is I think we we need to have water. You you also don't you you don't feel like you're starving and dying at this point at all. However long it's taken you to get here, you clearly haven't you know spent five days without food and then appeared on the beach. But um, come either later tonight or tomorrow, we're going to want food. So if we yeah, food I guess my now. thinking. I, I guess what I want. Okay, so um, sweetheart, my question. Yeah. Um, in terms of making shelter, yep. would we be trying to build an abstract shelter wherever or trying to find a good spot for a shelter? Because I'd, I'd be looking for somewhere that's actually by a more permanent water source. You'd be trying to build one, essentially. Right. Uh, looking, looking around here, there's lots of places you could find um, th- that would be suitable style of thing. I guess the thing is, if it's a, tropical, if it's a rainforest, we're under a permanent water source. Yeah. It's just a question of building enough supplies to actually... Um... Okay, all right. So we're looking for a good enough spot for... All right, so what about if we concentrate our efforts on the shelter mm-hmm. and um, we'll focus on better supplies for it, starting with food and water tomorrow? Because we can do more proper exploring tomorrow because I won't be on half hit points then. Plus we're somewhere to leave the guys that can be defended. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um... One of the last meta questions, sweetheart. 
Yep. We've obviously picked up jacks and slasher and have not yet driven them away, so we've got them per se. Yep. Um, is the expectation that we'll sort of dump them a la NPCs in a solo game that you're not taking out, or take them out with us? Uh, as soon as you get a camp, you will get um, assorted things you can do with them in a camp. Cool. Um, I think, let's go with that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we'll nominate that um, the... Water sources Miriam found in half an hour. We're sort of having a few swallows yeah. of water. Yeah, so basically, you drink, you you lick the plant as you go by. Yeah, so, yeah. So we're we're not actually dehydrate. We're not actually startlingly dehydrated. We just haven't necessarily drunk enough water that yeah. it's ideal or really eaten anything per se. And that Mir- Miriam may pick a few berries and pass them out, which will be like eating, you know, three berries. Yep. <laughs> Given they're not magic berries, that doesn't really substitute for dinner. But we're sort of sustained ourselves a tiny bit. Which will enable my character to concentrate enough to actually contribute (laughs) in some manner to the shelter. So, you get around... um, You're welcome to give me a vague idea where you want it, like on the beach or beach line in thick jungle by a puddle somewhere. Um, Near a water source, but upheld. Yep. Um, as I would say in the jungle rather yep. than it's it's less exposed than the okay, beach. You, you find a hill spot in the jungle then. And um, I've brought our lump of wood with us so we yep. can start a fire. Yep. Well, okay. assuming we can start a fire, with so that we ha- if we can start a fire, we have our lump of wood. Yeah. And people get to work on the shelter, and what this entails is basically um, setting up. Not, not so much defences as clearing lines of sight, so you can actually see things coming into the camp. Yeah. Um, you are setting up vague roofs, so you'll be protected from any heavy rain or weather coming in, by which I mean you're throwing together a bunch of leaves and trees Roots, and branches and that kind of, that kind of thing. thing. Yeah. Um, you are digging holes suitable for water, you know, and storage and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, it's, none of this is compellingly difficult. Except for the fact that you haven't got any really useful tools of any kind. We're basically (laughs) sticks and rocks. Yeah. So, uh, this is once somebody making a survival check, presumably is we, and everyone else assisting. Yep. Uh, You were all at minus five to this for the latest rules. Yeah. Which includes the people assisting. But um, if we if we tank our rolls, we don't make it worse, right? We just have to contribute. Zero. Woohoo! Just unsurprisingly, is is pretty useless. Is he at a minus ten? She sort of apologises for because <laughs> he's at a minus five for no tools and minus five for manacles. Oh, worse, actually, he's at a minus ten penalty for his you know hands and feet. And, and then he's not right, tools. yeah. So that's not going to be okay. So uh, Sasha actually will help, however. Sweet. So, um, Sixteen plus nine. Here's twenty-five. Sweet. Here's twenty. Yeah. Yep. Okay, and then I get a. 19 minus 5 is 14, so I make my another check. So it's that's 22 is 24. 24. Nice. Okay. So, well done. I rolled a 16. I rolled an 18. <laughs> I rolled a 5. Well done, Marion. That's the sort of rolling we were looking for from you. <laughs> we had a little conversation before you got here about how Marion was going to endeavor not to roll clues on all the survival checks this session. <laughs> okay, so that will give you sufficient that um, you can get a fire going from basically sparking rocks together. Yeah, I put the, uh, like, I spend a bunch of time on the fire keeping it going, and you probably start it, because that's really more survival-y thing, and then I spend a bunch of time tending it and keeping it going and stuff. Because you do this very efficiently with your high rolls, you knock off several hours off the building time, effectively. Sweet. So this takes you till just after nightfall. 
Um, you can go. You you have actually got sufficient energy in that you can go hunt and look for water at night if you're so inclined. Don't um, always out of that. Yeah, yeah. But you've got enough time and energy that becomes available as an option to start with. Um, and you will have all noticed that you have been bitten several, several times by this, that, and the other thing. Yeah. Alright. And you form a shelter and light a fire and sit around it warming yourselves and Yay. shall we leave that for yep. a moment and put little ones to bed and make yes. a bed Okay. So your camp is all built. Yep. And the five of you sit around the fire warming your hands. Yep. Um, and sort of you know, discuss what you're going to do tomorrow, where you are, you know, what um, what, what people think has happened to them, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and you get the little camp maker again. Yay! This was, see, you can tell this was the right decision because we got the camp cutscene. <laughs> <laughs> we got the initial montage of the camp being built. It's like when you um, do one thing in the... Um, Dragon Age 3 and suddenly you're building your little camp and it's like, yeah, that was the right decision because that got me a camp. So, yeah. you have two people with you and shockingly enough there's another three, you know, grayed out slots in the little yep. uh, menu when you go to look at it. Almost like the five people that were on board ship that were going to develop relationships were important in some way. Yeah, you, you, you're pretty confident there were in fact more people on ship. It's yep. just, you know, these happen to be the other um Desertees, yes. Yeah. Um, so, well, I mean, I'm certainly looking for my um, partner in the enterprise, <laughs> in my um, treasure hunting enterprise. I mean, it would be helpful if I could remember their name. But, you know, <laughs> I'm certainly looking for them. Over this course of this discussion, there are some, you know, arguments and, and bickering and things about what you should do next and what the wisest course of action is and that sort of thing. Um, Sasha particularly, you know, salts off for bits and pieces. Yeah. You know, moves people out of the way so she can get to the bestest bit of the fire and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so basically, um, when the NPCs actually um, decide, if, if and when the NPCs actually decide to help you, that they think you're on the right track to this island survival thing. Yeah. Um, as opposed to if they don't, they'll pretty much go and do their own thing. Yeah. Because why put your hands in the, lives in the hands of people who are idiots? Dead gods, they're Pokemon. Yes. We need more you gym need badges. Get, you need to get ribbons for them for you, <laughs> before they're happy enough to they'll evolve and gain more levels. Oh, uh, need more of the gym badges. So NPCs who are inclined to be sufficiently helpful to take on camp-related roles can hang around here and do useful things while you guys go out and do the more um, adventure-oriented things. Yep. Um, and there are five different camp roles that you can give to people. Okay. Um, which you don't actually have to fill all of them, or any of them. Yeah. Um, you, you talk about what sort of things, you know, because the conversation will come up of, well, there could be a village just over there and we can catch a ship and we'll be okay. But we might be on a desert island and we might be stuck here for days, kind of, you know, days, weeks, or months kind of thing, which point we need to think more long term. So talking about your more long-term survival priorities as opposed to your short-term ones, um, 
there's a couple of different things that people could be doing for you in such a camp. Um, for starters, you could have somebody whose job is to be the crafter, whose job is to sort of maintain all the gear that's around and keep it in as, as best a condition they can. Um, in normal circumstances, you'd be able to, you know, oil your weapons, you know, buff them, that kind of thing, and keep them in pretty good nick. A, the environment doesn't look good for that sort of thing. B, you don't have the stuff. Um, so this is somebody filling in that role as best they can. Um, essentially, um, you every day when you have gear, you roll to see whether it's getting more broken or not. Um, it's a one to one to five on the d twenty as it gets more broken. Yep. Um, with a crafter, it's one to three. Sweet. With a second crafter, it's only one. And with three people on the job, your gear doesn't get worse, period. Awesome. Um, the second one you can have is a guard for your camp. So somebody whose job is to generally be... It's, it's less about being on watch all the time and more about setting traps, putting up defensive barricades, that kind of thing. Sounds um, like the other sort of thing. When you get attacked by random things... Um, which which will be happening on the island. It may even happen to you tonight, style of thing. Um, generally speaking, you will find that your foes are pretty weak. It's, you know, animals arrayed against five motivated people, style of thing. So beating them back is not actually going to be hard enough to um, a- actually be worth playing out the fight scene. It's just going to be arbitrary resource bleeding. Yeah. Um, you just end up taking damage and spells and that sort of thing. Um and guards reduce that amount. By yeah. having someone preemptively here, they drive off bits of the encounter before it becomes an encounter, so sort of thing. Yeah. The animals fall in the pit trap. Yeah, and sufficiently weak animals will just be driven away entirely. Yep. Um, every guard you have reduces it more to the point where if you've got five guards, you're never going to be troubled by anything that isn't a very serious matter. Yep. Um... Entertainers is somebody whose job is to keep up spirits, be that with, you know, cooking or, um, you know, making things for people or telling jokes or st- telling stories or whatever. Um, each entertainer you have gives you plus, gives everyone plus two morale checks. Cool. Um, each medic you have, um, reduces your chances of getting diseases, which Zui will, Zui and Jas will both be able to pick up as a very good possibility given the amount of, um, Mosquitoes, fleas, flies, and other hideous, hideous insects on the island. Uh, redu- each, each medic reduces your chance of disease uh, and adds a small number of hit points heals per night. Oh, cool! Um, and which, considering we're relying entirely on natural healing, is definitely a thing. Each each hunter you have provides enough food and water for. Yeah, each, each hunter you have provides enough food and water for about eight people's worth. Because the island is pretty abundant, so somebody whose job is just to do that all day is going to come back with a lot of stuff. Yeah. So these, we understand that the NPCs can fulfill these roles. Can we fulfill them? On... You, you sure can, you just can't do anything else while you're doing that. So, um, if we spend a day not adventuring, we can fulfill those kind of roles. Correct. Yeah. But of course, um, they're all not getting you anywhere. Yeah. None of those things are getting you any further towards accomplishing the, the, any goal other than just survival. Yeah. Could we spend a couple of hours and make a survival check, get some food and water, and still go adventuring? Yeah, if you want to do that instead of having hunters. 
Because on, on the basis... Having, having both is kind of pointless. Yeah, yeah. But um, on the basis that we don't have very many guys right now, and they may not be prepared to help us. Yep. On the other hand, it's handy for those days when we just... We've lost our number of hit points the previous day. Yeah, I think on, ca- on, on recovery days, we would spend... We would all take some rolls and boost everything up a bit. Yeah. Okay, cool. I think we understand that. So, are we assigning roles for the morning now? No, everyone, every one of the NPCs is greyed out. Yep. <laughs> you have no one sufficiently on site with you that will um, actually take on one of these camp roles. Yep. Because when you sort of talk about this, Sasha sort of says, well, sure, you know, I could spend a lot of time keeping you guys alive, but how's that going to help me in the long run and stuff? Uh, because, you know, if you assign her to be your camp guard style of thing, then she's trusting you to do all the active getting off the island events. Yeah. Which she presently does not. So what's she going to do instead of doing that? Whatever she wants. Pretty much. Right. So she's probably going to show back up at the camp and expect to be fed without really contrib- either adventuring with us or really contributing in any way. You don't have to feed her, you can tell her to go die in a hole if she so desires. No, that's alright. She's not just a cunt. unsurprisingly, is, is not going to go traipsing through the jungle yeah. on his own. Um, left to his own devices, he'd vastly prefer to remain here than come with you for very obvious reasons. But he's, he's, not, he's kind of more of a liability than an asset to you at this point. But he's not really going to be doing anything around the camp because he can't start us there. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's a character we literally have to unlock. Yes. Oh. <laughs> nor is he um nor nor is he necessarily convinced that the three of you are his saviors yep. come style of thing. Um, Sasha active is, is actively unfriendly to you, Jask is merely indifferent. Yep. And if you wish to improve these relations, it's a skill called diplomacy. Yep. Not bluff. <laughs> no. Shame, I'm really good at that. Shame here. Actually, I'm not bad at diplomacy either. Um, but the thing is, even if Jess was particularly willing to help you, it is very obvious he's not really going to yeah, do um, any of these roles. Uh, 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 my initial goal was to try and get Jask out of the manacles, after which we can worry about trying to convince him to help us. Okay, so I think at this point, probably um, make it like. Um, we're definitely going to want to set watches. Yeah. 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 And I think... Which which all the people here will keep, because Jess can actually do that pretty yeah. easily. But I think, um, on the whole, I would prefer that the three of us were on watch throughout the night, and those two can watch with us at some point. I can hear you, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm happy to make a diplomacy roll for that one, but, you know... Fundamentally, I don't want to go to sleep while Sasha's awake and no one else is. Mm-hmm. You remain on. You people take watches, basically. Yep, nice. and at that point, go to crash out. So let's get a watch order at being first night. Who's um, the most injured at this point? You should take the last watch. Well, the thing is, it doesn't make that. As long as we can get a night's rest, which we presumably can unless we get mauled. Uh, or you shouldn't take the first. Do either of you have low light vision? Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't think halflings get it. No, no they don't. All so right. you should definitely be a night watch then. Yeah. Well, I'm okay with the dawn 
Dawn of Church. What about Tiny takes the first watch? Sounds like a plan. Cool. Alright, in that case, a small halfling girl will make a, make a sort of bed out of the loose leaves, curl up and sack out immediately because she's really tired. <laughs> okay. And I'm holding my stick very tightly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got, a, I've got a little rock pile next to where I fall asleep. This is your stick. There are many like it, but this one is yours. It's been a good stick. <laughs> this will... Uh, is why you won't, is why you won't even blink at this, because this is actually um, pretty standard for the sort of environment you're used to. Lydia, I imagine the um, night outside in the jungle would probably trouble you more. Yes. Yeah. When you're on watch, you'll very rapidly realise that there's a lot constantly happening. There's always rustling, and there's always... Noises and ooh, 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 and that's yeah, Lydia spends Lydia spends her watch glancing around frantically while grasping a rock, trying to work out which one of the horrible creatures is actually coming into the You can hear off but the distance. But it's definitely better doing a dawn watch than it would be if she was doing the midnight shift, where it was also really, really dark. You can hear off in the distance what you think is the sea crashing against rocks, that whole thing. Yeah, that that part's not so bad. I get where that noise is coming from. It's all weird hooting noises. Yeah, but, but the jung- basically the jungle is never silent. Yeah. It's just continuous uh, sisters, please. It's just continuously making noises all night. I think um after about four hours by the time my watch is over, I've decided to adopt a policy of just ignoring all the noises and just watching out for anything actually walking into camp to eat us. So hopefully I'll be at least slightly less hyper. But I do look very tense, like I've just drunk three cups of coffee assuming we have coffee. Then I will come wake you guys up. However, as you sleep, um, you dream, all three of you. Oh! Um, and wake up feeling pretty confident that um, you're, you're based on what you've dreamed, that your memories are not gone. They're just... Um, have been startled away by the shock style of thing? Yeah, who, who knows what, but um, you definitely have, have an impression that things have happened to you that you're starting to remember as opposed to it's just completely washed out yeah. and you have absolutely no idea how you got here style of thing. Um, we, specifically, when you wake up in the dream, you feel like you've dreamt about lots of things, but what you're getting here is the particular bit that sticks with you yeah. when you wake up in the morning. Voice of the editor here. More secret notes for the players. Lydia, first night. You are waiting in your cabin for your partner to show up to discuss further plans, deliberately picking a time when the dozens of other passengers will be busy. There are a pile of papers in front of you, records of traps, a cacophonic masterpiece of blades, poisons, needles, crushing stones. Your mind and your body ache. You've been in here for hours. When was the last time you ate? Maybe it's time to thump. Something heavy falls off the deck, past your portcullis window, and lands in the sea with a splash. Tiny, first night. Your stomach growls, missing the evening meal with the dozens of other passengers. But you have more important things to do. You strain to see into the gloom of the evening, thanking the gods for the little moonlight you have. Even so, it's hard to make out the rocks ahead. You're too close to them. Far too close. You turn to try and alert someone, to try and avoid the peril. 
Then a sharp pain strikes your back close to your spine. Your hand comes away covered in blood. Zui, first night. You're sitting in the galley, waiting for your meal with dozens of other passengers. Lewis, the portly cabin boy, is slow again. Over the last several meals, you increasingly suspect him of, at the least, filching from the plates before they make their way out. And a boy who will steal may be, may be aware of other illicit business aboard the ship. You lose patience and eat your own rations, but the boy finally arrives and distributes plates long after you're full. Angry, you follow him to give him a piece of your mind first, and perhaps shake him down for information if he becomes flustered. He listens to you berate him for several long minutes, then without warning collapses forward atop you. When you were all up and about in the morning... Yep. Um, Lydia is relieved with the dawn to see that nobody has actually been devoured by any kind of island creature. The dawn does come up, as you might expect, um, and... Then we get a variety of checks from people. Yes. Uh, Lydia, can you make me a fortitude save? Okay. This is going to be about me getting poisoned all those times. Ooh. Uh, five. Okay. So... When you wake up, um, you are feeling... A little feverish. Um, sort of very overheated, very overheated, and when Zwee actually, you know, puts a hand on your head, you are running a temperature. Yep. You have a disease. Okay. I think it's because the crabs bit me all those times. You're against malaria. Do I need to roll a heel check? You can roll a heel check to diagnose her if you so desire. Well, that does sound like useful information. Uh, this one you're not penalised on because you don't need tools for that. Okay, so you think um, that Lydia is suffering from something called mind fire. Um, it is basically a, um, a light version of malaria. Um, it is not going to prove lethal to her, um, but it is certainly going to prove... Um, Inconvenient. It makes it difficult for people to think that kind of thing. Uh, can you take four points of ink damage? Oof. Okay. Could I have pencil of some kind? Yeah. Right. That can be a, that can be a um, variant on my other attribute penalty. Yeah. So, Zwee, you are no longer fatigued. You're still tracking that. You feel fine once you've slept. Um, and everybody gains back um, one attribute point if they're down any of those. It's a little ignorant, obviously. Yeah, but um, I'll boost my decks back to 16. Yep. And a quarter of your full hit points back, which I suspect will probably put everyone back to the top. I think that's I very have unlikely. I one hit point missing. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, it quite certainly does not. I have six hit points, right. so a quarter of them does not... Um, you have six hit points total? I, I've got 12 hit points. I'm yep. down to six. Right. So a quarter is not going to... Uh, a quarter plus my con is not going to put me back to my total. It's going to put me back to ten. It's a quarter plus con, right? Yes. Yep. There we are. Ten out of twelve. Nice. And only two two different kinds of attributes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Um, 
Let's see if we can find you a succubi. Give you some charisma damage on top of that. Yeah. All right. So when you wake up, um, when once you're all up and about, um, Jask and Sasha are both sort of off slightly away from the camp, um, on the highest point they can find, steering vaguely out towards the sea, kind of thing. And Jask says, "So, what do we do today then?" Just to lie here and wait to die, I suppose. There's nothing else for us. <laughs> um, did we burn, were we able to burn the plank of wood and get a um, nail from it? So, um, the plank of wood had nails well embedded in it. Yep. You said how you, when I said I, I wanted you to... you got to burn it. Get, burn it, have a red hot nail, then get the nail again when it fires out Scouts. and pulls down. Yep. Yep, yep, you have a handful of nails. Alright. Uh, well, I don't think I don't think we should lie down to die. I think for starters, I'm going to have a try in getting me back out of those manacles. If you can yes. just sit down and keep still for a little while, this is not going to be easy. So just before you get there, yep. Um, Jask and Sasha are both depressed. They both fail their morale checks. Yep. Um, and you guys all need to make morale checks as well. Yep. Which is a will save. Uh, you are not at any penalties for this because you built a shelter. Okay. However, you're not in any bonuses because you have nothing to inspire. Twenty. Twenty. I'm really heartened by the fact that you didn't get eaten by anything. Yep. Tiny, you're thinking you still have no weapons, still have no idea where you are. You may not make it. You you drop down morale level. No. Going from normal, obviously. Yep. Too low. How do you go up? Like it's got two. Doing good stuff and. Uh, when, you make, when you make the saves. Right, so if we make the saves... Correct. Do Those we... affected make a save, moving up or, up or down the morale track. So you two have both made it, so you go up to high morale. Yay! Tiny goes down to low morale. Because I'm a realist. Because <laughs> you two are up to this, apparently. Yep. Yeah. And... An armor class, sweet. The spell level thing is probably less helpful. And, and at this point, you have no gear actually worth speaking about. Yeah, we don't have to make contrition tracks because we didn't find anything. Yep. Thank God for small mercies. Um, Tony, you do, however, have enough stuff between nails and sharp rocks and time and that sort of thing now that if you wish to put time into um, beating on your thing and turning it into... Be, beating on your tree and actually turning it into a spear or whatever... Or trying to make an actual weapon out of it, you can. I have a crafting thing here, hmm. um, which is basically the um, you you have to have at least some sort of very basic tools, which you now have: rocks, nails, a, a thing to hold the wood, etc., etc. Unsurprisingly, you can't make a long sword because you're lacking in a relevant piece of metal style of thing. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, if you find a chunk of metal, you can stick it on a stick and make an improvised longsword out of it style of thing. Uh, so this is, a, this is a crafting check. The difficulty involved uh, depends on whether you're making an improvised weapon, a broken one, a normal one, or a masterwork one. Mm-hmm. Um, each of which costs a certain amount of time. Um, if you fail sufficiently hard, you destroy whatever it is that you're working on. And I'm guessing I can't take 20. You, no, you definitely can't take 20. Mm. Uh, because you destroy it. Uh, you can take 10, however. Mm. Um, 
because twi- you can't take 20 because the failure does something. You can't take 10 because you're not under any particular pressure to get it done. What are the DCs? Uh, so you can have this thing after I'm done with it because you'll be the one doing crafting the thing. So an improvised simple weapon is a DC 2. Yep. That takes two hours because that's, you know, you turn your stick into a spear kind of thing. Um, a broken one is DC 7, normal DC 12. Masterwork 22, and they get slightly harder from there if you want martial or exotic weapons. And armor and shields, which people can actually attempt to make with their untrained craft check, uh, difficulties based on the AC bonus it's providing for you. So, um, I think, um, I would, I would, um, like, it's gonna take me, how long does it take to do a D, to take 20 on a check? An hour. 20 times as long as it otherwise would. In this case, 20 minutes. It's about a minute to open a lock. Okay, so I'm going to spend the first 20 minutes trying to pick this lock. So that gives you guys... You guys can spend a little bit of time doing things if you want. Not hold me up. I'll see if I can find water and food. And I'm going to try and make a normal spear. Sadly, I'm only two points off. (coughs) Being able to make masterwork weaponry. Okay, so is your intent to commit yourself to staying in camp for today, essentially? Uh, no, I think the plan was to spend the first few hours of the morning accomplishing things and then go adventuring in sort of the late morning, early afternoon. Okay. Makes sense. Okay, so... Uh, for starters, everyone's done their morale checks now. Um... Can everyone give me a constitution check for the fact that you're hungry and thirsty? And yeah, ready? I thought that was... So that's constitution, not Const- you. Constitution. Hmm. If you have endurance, you do get bonuses to it, but I don't think anyone does. No, I've got the okay. heat-based thing, so I'd be fine if it was heat. Yeah. Um, I got a 13, and I rolled a 1, so... Yeah, ro- rolling a 1 is um, irrelevant. Yeah, so... But I can't imagine I made it on the 13. 24? Uh, I rolled a 20, so yep. I'm either adding 16 yep. or adding 10. Everyone makes that. Even me? Yep. That's Sweet. a very low difficulty because you're only talking about a day's worth. You know, Sweet. you're you're tired, you're, you're hungry and thirsty, yep. but you're not, you know, in, in remotely in any danger of dying at this point. Yeah. Um, whereas tomorrow's one will be worse if you don't eat or drink, the yep. whole thing. Um, okay, so... We will. So we're going to have a montage style of thing. Yep, a couple. We'll uh, a montage. A couple of hours of um, accomplishing things. Okay. Uh, so you have a simple. You, you actually have a tool, simple tool at this point. Uh, what does that give you on your take twenty lasting check? Uh, now that I'm not dex penalised, uh, it. Uh, if I suffer no penalty from tools, then it's a 28. Okay. And that will not open. Okay. You, you definitely feel like you've done a better job than you did yesterday. Yeah. But... Cool. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm keeping that now. Mm-hmm. You know, the, it, it, there may be locks on the side of them that are a little easier to open. All right. Because we, you go out hunting for... Food and water and that sort of thing? Yeah. Okay. 
Okay, can you give me a survival check and a plus two bonus for the ease of it based on the environment, essentially? Don't need your total because it depends how many people you get with it. 31. Okay, so that is... Okay, so you can feed... uh, 11 people with today's supply. Yay! So I think given that we've been hungry for that long and that we don't really have that much in the way of preserving things, we'll probably just eat extra. Mm-hmm. Gonna, so that refill everyone's tank is a bit... It's going to take me four hours to make a broken spear. Right. But I still think it's worth it. Okay. Well, that's what you're doing with your morning then. Yep. You're yep. welcome to roll the craft check or take ten on it as you desire. I will take ten. Yep. So you take Lydia's sharp rocks and basically... Hey, this, you get your own sharp rocks. Those are my throwing rocks. This is not a hard process, but it's certainly a tedious one. It's just endlessly shaving this thing down until it's slightly lighter, pointier, etc., etc. And presuming that nets you something. Uh, yes, that's still enough to make a broken thing, even with the various penalties. Yep. Okay. Then you have a broken sphere. Yep. Which means um, tomorrow morning you get to make a check to see if it's degraded into total uselessness. And depending on what you're um, trying to build, it's either a short spear, a um, spear, or a long spear. Um, when it stops working. You want a one-handed weapon or a two-handed weapon? Oh no, you've got one step down to improvise. Uh, let's go two-handed. Okay. And do you want the one that's explicitly got reach or the one that doesn't have reach? Uh, let's go with reach. Okay, so it's a long spear. Broken long spear. Does 1d8 damage times 3 crit range. 1 So times 3 crit, that's yeah. it. Yeah. And is it the assorted penalties for being broken? Broken. Uh. I suppose it's barely improvised. Yeah. Yeah. Barely. Explicitly. <laughs> barely. Yes, it's it's not per se that what you've made is actually has a big hole in it or anything. It's that it's not the quality, you know, of an actual properly made professional spear. Okay. So um after I spent a good bit of time um, trying to pick the lock, yep. um I'm gonna tell Jeff Look, I'm sorry, The um, whoever made these things really did a bang-up job, but I promise I'm going to keep looking. There's got to be something on this island I can use to pick these things. This is better, but it's still not the proper tool. If manacles were easy to slip, there would be a lot more pirates on the water. And I'm going to make a diplomacy check. You can try. So, presuming that extends beyond um, that, you're actually spending... Time yeah, I'm, I'm, sp- I'm, spending a bit of, I'm spending a bit of time hanging out and talking to him, because I get that it's scary that, you know, he's sort of totally dependent on people he doesn't know. But, um, you know, this is... It, it, on the basis that I didn't do super well, this is less me trying to improve his morale in one, in one easy step, and more me trying to lay the bridge work for future morale bonus, future morale improvement. Yep. So that was an 11. Okay. So... Just chats politely with you, um, but his attitude does not improve. But the thing is, you know, 
it makes more sense if it's kind of a gradual thing as opposed to you you know you just talk to them for 30 seconds and then boom they trust you now so that's why I'm standing by that hmm. however if anyone wants to bond with Sasha at least at this stage it's going to be someone who isn't me you can roll me a sense mock-up check so does that it certainly be handy to know what's in his mind. Uh, Eleven. Okay. So he he seems generally kind of distrustful of you. Oh, sorry, twelve. Uh, it's all the difference. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, he seems generally kind of distrustful of you, the group, and um, basically everyone around here. Um, the the impression you get off him is he's waiting for you to um, be judgmental of him, essentially. He's used to he's used to the role of he's the prisoner, you're the passenger style of thing. Right. So he's waiting for scorn and derision. Yeah. Which um. So it's as a, as a consequence, he's basically on his guard around you. So it's basically going to take time. He's going to have to actually over time see that we're not that we're not going to do that. Well, he's it's, he's still kind of got the thing that he is clearly your prisoner. You can to some extent do whatever you like with him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you want to take him out and drown him, there's not really a lot you can do about it. Yep. So, um, time, patience, and get him out of the manacles. Mm-hmm. We can do this. In the meantime, we've got him food, water, and a more or less safe place to stay, so that's progress. Okay. And that will basically bring you to the middle chunk of, um, the day. Yep. Tony has a spear. Hmm. Um... Lydia has a failed attempt to pick manacles and a nail. Yep. And, um, the, well, Zui has provided food and water for everyone for the whole day. Yay. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, I think we'll share that out a bit. We'll share the, the, um, a decent supply of the, the water and all the food out immediately because we might as well. You know, it might, we might as well store it in people's tummies, given it's a jungle environment. Yep. And it is a heavily windy day today. The trees are... Away. Not quite um, an actual tropical cyclone, but uh, certainly a, a very light one. Um, here's one you prepared earlier. Yes. And it does indeed rain. Mm-hmm. Um, Moreover, Zui, you will make this with ease. There's no merit in getting you for the survival check. Um, you will realise that basically midday to afternoon is definitely going to be the hottest bit of each day here. So if you're doing stuff in that time, that's the bit where you have to make fortitude save versus heat. Well, we could start doing things in the evening, night time, and sleeping during the day. Yeah. Siesta sort of thing. Although then you've got night vision issues. Yes, yeah, quite true. Yeah, I'd pro- I, speaking as someone who's got desert-based heat bonuses and can't see in the dark, I'd prefer to do things during the day. <laughs> so up to you at this point. You can go yeah, out. But, I'm, and... but I'm, I'm waiting for the rest of you to say what you would like to do. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to go out during the day. Yeah. Okay. Teachers. Okay, so where do we, let's take a look at the map, folks. Let's explore. Yep, so we are here. Yes. So I say this way, or this way, or this way. 
But we want to try and go around the beach. Establish and, and the perimeter yeah. of the Get a bit more of a handle on what's, go, what's out there in terms of boundary and stuff. Okay, what about this way? Yep. yep. So we are going this way. Yep. And we are endeavouring, I would say, to actually explore terrain at the slowed pace that entails, rather yep, than merely... want to actually comb it. I want yep. to actually comb it. I personally am explicitly looking for clay deposits, because yep. I can make stuff if we can find some clay. But obviously we're also looking for, you know, potable water, weapons, lockpicks, daggers, okay. so backpacks. Pass me that, um... And obviously we've only got half a day, so there's only so much exploring in this room. Whee! You see things. Yay! Things are things. Look! E1. Okay, so... The, I, I mean, you pretty much assume it's an island, it could be a continent, but I'm going to keep referring to it as an island, yeah, it's yeah. not really surprising the players at this point. Um, you go around the beach and comb into the, into the jungle a bit in that area of things. Um, and everyone give me a fortitude save versus heat. Well, this is a good campaign to pick Come on, dice. What have I done to insult you? Well, you are depressed. Oh, thanks. It's even worse. Uh, 20... 24. Yeah, you will find... 13. Uh, Just like home. You're fatigued. 6. You're fatigued as well. <sighs> On the other hand, I'm diseased. <laughs> I'm fatigued I'm and depressed. I'm at minus 3 to everything. Okay, and... As you explore around this bit, you'll see basically the island curves round. Um, there are a couple of little islands out in the water. Um, Neat. Not interested in getting out to them without boats, but it's, you know, might be worth exploring in the future. Um, in the jungly bit of this hex, yep. um, you will find a nest of a bunch of creatures... Um, that appear to be scaled, um, and they they look vaguely like they look vaguely like birds, um, about the, about the size of a large chicken kind of thing. Um, look vaguely like birds, but they are scaled. Uh, can't people give me a knowledge nature check? Is this untrained? Uh, yes, I believe so. They don't, they don't come leaping out at you to kill me, you so. What the hell? Seven on disease. Um, it Natural one. Yeah, well, Natural 20, and I have eight in knowledge nature. <laughs> you having fun with your ranger? Yes. You're basically the only thing keeping us from dying. Yeah. <laughs> this is what rangers Although, for the love of God, if I get some lockpits, I'm going to show you here's, all what a person who is totally not a thief can do. Here's a picture of an exceedingly large one, so not, not yeah. necessarily what you're looking at. Um, but, Zwee, you will recognize it as being a type of creature called a dimorphodon. It's a dinosaur. Uh, it is a flying. It is a flying type of dinosaur. They are predatory and carnivorous, but unlikely to attack any, anything as big as people. So they're not yeah. particularly dangerous. No, well, they they could be dangerous to you. They're not inclined to be hostile to you. What about like people our size? 
Uh, yes, yeah. it's, it's you're still significantly bigger and scarier than they are. Welcome to Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah, that that actually starts to give you um, it, it actually gives you a useful piece of information on where you are and where you're not. You still yeah. don't have enough to actually roll a check to guess at it, but you you could you know eliminate forty places off your list that you might be. It's hot, it's rainy, and there's dinosaurs. Cool. Got a point towards yeah, basically, the, the more you find about the island, the closer you will come to being able to go, ah, I think it's this place and this is what I know about it. As opposed to, I think it's somewhere in the shackles slash Mwangi somewhere. Yeah. It's in Africa, maybe. It's probably more like, not more than a couple of months sail from where we were. <laughs> and can everyone give me a perception check as well? Wow. This is not my night. Eight. <laughs> Would you like to borrow one of my dice, Adam? No, I stay firm with my dice. Hey, so, uh, but you're loyal to them even if they're not loyal to you? Yes. I'm so thirsty. So that's a four. Oh, would you like some water or juice? I've got some water here. Okay. You're welcome to some juice. What type of juice is it? Orange and mango. I so, Tiny, you're just focusing on putting one foot in front of the other at this point, trudging yeah, through your day. So it's the taste of fruit and No, it, it, not too, it's to strengthen the exterior. Okay. So I want to feed your perception. I think this is a difficult role playing strip. I heard like four and six, so. With, uh, sorry, I rolled 17, I've got eight. Okay, you see a thing. Yeah, yeah, it's basically just we. <laughs> The two of us are just along in case she gets attacked by things. Um, well, that's what Tiny's here for. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm tired of what I'm here for. If I find lockpicks, my god, I'm going to make a contribution. Poking out from one of those little rocky islands that you can see out there in the water, um, there is what appears to be the very back end of a ship sticking out. Ooh. So the ship's clearly hit it, it's sunk and gone under. Um, you you have a pretty good idea of the Genevieve at this point. It's definitely not that. This is a little, you know, like four or five man ship kind of thing. But it, it's it's an unrelated ship. Ooh, stuff. Yes. Yeah. How far out is it? Like, could we swim out? There? Yeah, yeah. It's a little bit. Does it look like it might have been a lifeboat from the Genevieve? No, no. It's, it's clearly a little... Um, a, a little... To, to clear a ship or merchant sailor or something of that nature. Too, too big to be a lifeboat from the Genevieve, too small to be the Genevieve style yeah. of thing. Cool. Let's swim out. Swim, swim, swim. Do we need to make an attack? Yes, you do. Is it athletic? Yes, it is. Because you can totally drown doing this, and that one is penalized by your sort of fatigues and things. Maybe we Zero. Leave, maybe we should leave Tiny on the shore. Yeah. Tiny starts drowning. Wow. So the, can I lifeguard Tiny? Let's see what happens to I don't do better than this. I promise. What's your athletic? Seven. Your athletics is better than mine. How did you, oh, right, you've got the penalties. Yeah. Is it minus two for T, minus one? Um, Depression. Wow. Oh, right, 17. Hmm? I still don't quite see how you hit zero. 
I miscounted, but it's still nowhere near near Yeah, five. well, so let's, let's give you, let's supply the actual number to Jared, shall we? Okay, so... What did you roll on the dice? I rolled a one, so that would be... Okay, so it was a, a five. Yeah, so five. Okay, so it's still drowning. But but worth knowing, because it's only when you fail by X amount that you're drowning. No. Um, Alright, so under you go. Wee. Tony is swimming out there getting fatigued and tired, and when you look back, he is sinking. Okay. Um, I want to swing back and try and help him. Okay. So, can you then give me another athletics check? Uh, 28. Okay. Remember yesterday when I, I nearly got murdered by crabs and you two saved me? Mm. And Tiny, can you give me another athletics check? Slightly better. Okay, that is 16. Okay, so he goes under and then comes up again a moment later, sort of going, <laughs> coughing out some water stuff. Then. Lydia, you can swim up to him and grab him, and between the two of you, you can solve the problem. Yeah, nice. So, you can swim out to the ship if you so desire. Yes, hell yes. <laughs> it is basically, um... It's got stuff. The very arse end of it is sticking out above the water. And I mean the very arse end. It's yeah. kind of maybe half a metre out of a water style of thing. And the rest of it is very clearly underwater. Yeah, so there may be nothing salvageable on there, but it's still worth looking. Yeah. Um, among other things, we might be able to... If it, we might be able to reflip the boat and have a boat. Mm. So, do you want to swim down and have a part of the sea? Yes, yeah. Recovery we'll, 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 you know, get to it, stay up above water and, you know, have deep breaths and, you know, oxygenate yep. our lungs nicely and then dive down. Okay. It's not that far down. Um, and it becomes pretty apparent when you get down and start pouring into it that recoverable as a boat is not happening, even remotely. Uh, the front half of it is more or less missing entirely. It looks like it's impacted on this particular rock. The front and, half has uh, exploded right, it is and scattered. It's actually dissolved into little bitty bits, which yes. have since floated away. However, lying around on the bottom of the ocean floor at this point, under the under the basic rocky shelf that's on this island, you find some stuff. Yay! Wow, well, this is so exciting. <laughs> um, before I drown, yep. <laughs> again, can we have arrow points? Yes, you can. Thank you. No one's stopping you but you. They're sitting right over there. Where are they? On the table. Do they need to be shuffled? Uh, generally a good policy, yeah. yeah. Assume yes, because, you know, if it doesn't need doing, you just shuffle it again. That's right, we don't know what our special card is. Will you tell us if we draw it, or does it not apply until we find one? Oh, no, that's I thought what I told you last no, week. No, yeah, yeah. you, you did. We just don't know why we're special card is that. Yeah. Right, mine's the Demon's Lantern. Dex is very appropriate for me. Mine is the Dex. Plus it's nice, because I always seem to draw Dex cards. Now that, now that Dex is my ability, of course, I'm going to stop doing that. So how long did you do that? Four. Yeah, because we're all, like, special awesome cool heroes. Make up for a lack of any kind of equipment. What was your words again? Under the desert. Under the demon's lantern. Yep. 
And here we go. I, I've got to just say, in the solo game right now, I am playing a Kong character. In the entire time I've been playing him, I have never seen two Kong cards in the same pickup. What do I have here? Two Kong cards in the same pickup, and a string, and an it, but no dexterity. And I have your own card. <laughs> I believe I have uh, Yarn Ball card as well. Ah, yes, the pink one. Oh, yeah, no, right. Uh, what, the Survivor or the King? <laughs> the Survivor. Isn't the Survivor your card? No, I'm the Desert. No, that's fine. I love you randomly generating stuff for us to find. I was merely paranoid because I thought you were rolling attack calls, but I see now you're in the Dungeon Master's Guide, not the Player's Guide. So this isn't the Shark Ambush. That comes later when we try to swim back all the last stuff. Yeah, because there's no encounter tables in the Dungeon Master's Guide <laughs> for underwater environments. Okay, yes, fair point. Well, you couldn't roll the attack rolls on the sharks from the Dungeon Master's Guide. The question that you should always be wary of is, what's your AC again? <laughs> it's never a good sign. Okay. So, you go poking round down there and actually find a bunch of barrels and chests and that sort of thing. Um, alas, mostly rotted through when you pick them up and with big gaping holes in them. Whatever's here has been made food for the fishes long ago. Um, however, you will find one thing um, actually well-sealed still in here. Um you find a chest that doesn't seem to have a lot of holes and things in it, and instead of opening it out of water, you yeah, actually yeah. take it. it up and open it. Yeah. Um, and we'll open it on the little island. In here, there are some uh, medium-sized human clothes, humanoid clothes. Yay! Um, of, of, you know, comparatively cheap variety. Uh, but in here, however, there is a very nice piece of masterwork studded leather armour. Ooh! Yes. That, is, that has thus far been protected from the elements. So what size? As soon as you open it and start wearing it. What size is it? Human size. Medium oh. size. Yay! Yes, alright, Tiny can have it then. <laughs> and yes, I am rolling that in random. <laughs> Lydia holds up and I forget to twice before <laughs> reluctantly conceding that it is twice your size. <laughs> so yes, it is a, a well-preserved set of masterwork studded leather armor. Oh, nice. score! The best armor. I'll put it on after we're out of the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. And that is all that, that, that is all that you find to be yeah. real use to you. You find several, you know, like a completely burnt out and sodden torches kind of thing. Bags that probably contain food at one point. So we'll package up the chest, shut it all back up and swim the whole thing over. Because yeah. we're going to take the chest and the clothes as well. Because that gives Tiny and Jask some changes of clothes. And the chest would be a good, nice thing to have around the camp. Because, yeah. you know, it's a storage container and yeah. stuff. What you also find is a couple of medium-sized skeletal bones around ah. on the um, ocean floor. Yeah. I think we'll probably just leave those where they are. Yeah, yeah. It's not like you're going to go digging up um, every random bone trying to put corpses together. Again. No. So it's masterwork leather? Studded leather. Studded leather. Studded leather. That's the good one. Yeah, so masterwork studded leather is the best one you can get with no armor check penalty. Nice. Um, is, can we see the name of the ship? No. It's long gone. So it is a plus three AC bonus. Yes, I do know this off the top of my head. So, you found a derelict there. Is there any sign of how long it's been here? A while, certainly. 
Should, should we put it on the map? You are welcome to if you so desire. It's, that is your player map. You can put whatever you want or not on it. Yes. Alright, so, which, there's three little islands here. Yep, is it, it, is on, it is on the little wee one. That one? Yep. Cool. The wee wee one. So there's no armor check penalty. What's the max dex for? Uh, massively more than you have. Okay. It's gonna be like eight or nine or something. No, I no, think. no, but it's like five or six with it. Yeah. Nice. And it's plus three AC. Eee. And more importantly, you get XP for exploring the hex. Yay! So, can we get our, at that point, can we get our XP for that plus yep. fighting the monster? Okay, so everyone gets 135 XP for fighting off the, um, things, and then another 100 for exploring this hex. 235. 235. So it'll be 2235. Nice and easy. Yeah. And now I have a weapon and some armor. Yep. And tomorrow morning you can see if either of them have gone downhill. And that is pretty much, um, hitting nightfall. Yep. We return to camp. Yep. Eat the leftover water and food. <laughs> no problem. Um, and let Jask and um, Sasha know that we found that we we found things. Yes. When you return to the camp, you've been out for you know several hours at this point. Um, there are three more people in the camp. Us. Uh, all of whom you have seen before, unsurprisingly. Um, can you guess who they might be? <laughs> um, you see, you hear a bunch of voices as you approach the camp, and as you come in, you see three more people sitting around. Um, one of them is a fairly, attra- very attractive half-elven woman, Ares Mavato, who seems to have kept a hold of a sort of tricorn, um, you know, that kind of very piratey, captain style hat. And um, now I'm suddenly glad of the armor. <laughs> it looks battered and beaten around, but um, she is here. Um, there is Gellic Abelwyn, the little gnome, um, who, unlike the other two with him, looks absolutely meticulously clean, like he's never touched a drop of dirt or water anywhere on this island style of thing. Um, and the third one is a Tianzai gnome, with the very Asiatic sort of slanted eyes style of thing. Um, hair going very vaguely to grey, and he is actually armed. Um, he has a gnome hooked hammer across his back. Nice. Um, and they look have up. You got, at, have you got hooked hammer in me? Yeah. <laughs> and they look up at you as as they hear you obviously approaching. Just as I here they are now, and Harris Harris looks up and ah you ah you're back. Uh, we found your camp. Thought it would be good. We found your camp while exploring. Thought it would be a good idea to put everyone together. That is does sound like a good idea. It's good to see you all. You're all okay. Hi, says the the old Tienza. I am a shoe. And we have found little enough on this island. All our stories seem to be the same. Well, yes, there rather would be, wouldn't there, says Gallup. Sort of flicks his fingers, twirls a little pen in them. Um, oh, sorry, pen. Twirls a little stick in them, style thing. So we all seem to have found ourselves washed up here. Missing holes in our memories. You're the same, one assumes? Yes, yes? Yes. 
And what have you found of use out there? Anything? Anything? Uh, can't imagine so. You know, I know that some of you aren't very good at investigating. Uh, we found um, chest. It's got some clothes in it and a suit of armor. Uh, we found a, another little shipwreck. Looks like more than people than just us have washed up. Uh, you went diving. That will explain the hair. You know, if you don't take the time to dress properly, and I know these are slightly strange circumstances, but you'll find that people don't take what you have to say seriously. This is somewhat under his breath. <laughs> I believe we're dressed properly for a tropical island. He looks, he's in like the, literally in a nobleman's outfit that looks meticulous. Yeah. And, you know, if, you, uh, if your clothes are completely perfect, some might suspect you weren't working very hard. If you do not take the time to dress properly, then no one is going to take you seriously. Work hard, get dirty, then get clean. That's the way to be taken seriously. If you look like that, then you can imagine the impression you make on people. Some people manage to make a bad impression without even needing to look bad. I'm not seeking to make friends with this guy. (laughs) Told you we should have made our own camp. Uh, maybe you're right, Caesarus. <laughs> there is safety in numbers. Did um Jask and um Sasha share out um sorry, I'm just going Zwe found us lots of food this morning. Oi We have partaken. Good. Yes, he's going to talk like a like that. I'm fine with that. That's my angry Japanese voice. A foolish samurai warrior. This is what Soshin sounded yes, like. Yes, yes, he sound, this is exactly what Soshin, the Jade Regent, sounded like. Which I stole wholeheartedly from, from Lockhart's podcasts. So. <laughs> yeah. The voice makes its way around the world into another campaign. <laughs> Excellent. I'm sure he'd be proud. Okay. And we come back to the evening portion of events. Yep. Yay. So now that we've got five people, I imagine we divide the watchers a bit more equitably, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. on the basis that I'm, I don't really think anyone's going to um, slit throats at this point. Okay. And people will chat amongst themselves as evening wears, wears on. Yep. Um, is there anyone you particularly want to talk to, anything you particularly want to find out from them? Oh. Um, they will all give you the same basic outline. They they remember being on a ship. Um, they were sailing. There were a bunch of passengers. They seemed very hazy on the specifics, and then they were here. I'd be asking if they've got any skills that could be helpful to us at the moment. Like making stuff, fixing stuff, that sort of thing. I, I am a fisherman by trade. I have no net, but there is no reason I cannot weave one from the Lars. In the jungle. Excellent. Eris and Gellick both look at each other. <laughs> look at each other, sort of look at you, roll their eyes slightly. Writer, she says. Comedian, says Gellick. 
Okay, so um, as the we sort of you know hang and priest from Jask and <laughs> from Sasha, yeah, has their professional occupations. So um, as the evening progresses a bit, um, I'm going to take um the opportunity to chat to Aries a bit, you know, ideally a little further off away from the people that she already dislikes, because mm-hmm. I didn't actually have any interactions with her in the past. And um, Nonetheless, she's unfriendly to the group as a whole. Yeah, yeah, because I, I hang out with these two. But, um, and basically, like, ask her a few questions about her writing and where she's from and that kind of thing, and try and feel her out a bit. Mm-hmm. So I am in- endeavouring to, you know, chat to her, get to know her a little bit, Ideally, make some kind of positive impression, or you know, just kind of at least enable her to have the slightest idea who we are. Yep, you're welcome to make a diplomacy check. Keep in mind, you can actually make the impressions of you worse by doing so. Yeah. So you are actually at a good moral point at the moment. So yeah. You got a nice bonus there. Oh, you do have hero points, and yeah. those are mine. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to take that. We haven't actually explored the hex we're in yet, have we? No. No. Okay. So, I crit fumbles. Yep. That's an automatic failure regardless of bonus, isn't it? Uh, no, it isn't actually. Oh, it's okay. only attack rolls and saves that you right. um, crit fumble, crit pass. So, um, how bad would my check have to be to make it worse? Uh, you need to fail to see... So, what is your current total? My current total is 8, and I am prepared to re-roll that. Does that include the morale bonus? That does include the morale bonus. I did roll 1. So, yes, you are currently failing that by... um, Two points from the make it worse margin. Okay, um, then I shall re-roll that. Yep. To add a d6. Yep. By all means. Oh. Wow. What did you roll on the d20 originally? A one. one. Which is the same number I rolled on this dice. Do you don't want to re-roll the d20? Well, I was thinking that it would be harder to. Um... No, I wasn't. No, because you're um, you're two away from nearly keeping her where she is. Right. Sorry, I didn't understand that. Can yeah, I can I re-roll it as a Okay. All right. Okay. So with this speed hero point, I get an eighteen. Okay. Um. I hit us on a sensitive topic that would really hurt her feelings, and then veer off it. <laughs> can you give me sense motive as well? Uh, oh, I'm going to get her on that. Uh, 23. Yeah, so, the sense motive you get is, um, the sensitive topic you steer into is when you start complimenting her on, um, you know, saying, oh, you, you know, you look, you look very strong and, you know, kind of tough and she holds a bit, you know, and I love your hair frown. You know, I, I mean, it's, it's great, you know, you, you you know, it's, it's not the half-elf thing. The ears look really good, too. Frown. Mm-hmm. Um, it is basically... 
at any point where you're suggesting that she's good looking in any way, she's getting unhappy about it. Right. Um, which, you, having realised, you can steer the topic of conversation away and you talk yep. to her. And she says, it's, it's Lydia, isn't it? I'm Eris. Hey. You'll sort of shake your hand. It has yep. a moderate grip on that style of thing. So, you and Tiny, you and Tiny and, and Zwyatt, you and Tiny and Zwyatt went out and out. We had no surprise. No surprise. He took the best share. <laughs> well, so I was looking at the obviously new masterworks of leather. Well, it was. I, I did want it because you know it's the best kind of armor in my book. But um, it was human sized, so you know, a little bit. You know, not really me sized. I'm sure there's a set out there of my size. What I mostly want is like manacle keys or you know lock picks or something. Fresh out. Yeah. No, I didn't think you would have them. Stupid question, but I suppose you found any booze out there. Afraid not. I, I'm sure... I'm sure going to be a long way for death. <laughs> I'm sure we're going to come up with something, though, right? You can distill things, or... Uh, I'm from Katapesh. I don't really know anything about the jungle. I'm sure we can come up with something to make this place a little more happy. I suppose. Catapish. You're a long way from home. You know, you do what you've got to to try and, you know, try and make your way in the world. I hear that. I've been sailing around, sailing around the shackles, around the edges of Chiliacs for quite some time now. Not exactly a safe place to be. I can handle myself. Your friend there found that out. Yeah. He seems like a nice enough guy, though. He protected me when I was in trouble. I know you and he got off on the wrong foot. That's still a guy. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> and nice when he goes so far. And she will start telling you, um, gives you some vague stories of life as a sailor, essentially. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, that right. Yeah. Yeah, and then we both agreed that you don't want to very nice and walk over somewhere else. Yeah. Do the other two of you, though. Does that get... Do I succeed in making them move your career? Do you not succeed? You do not. Do I succeed in getting the direction... Hitting in the general direction? You are certainly talking to her. Oh. Oh, she must be hiding cities. She's unfriendly to start. Yeah, yeah. So that makes the initial chief harder? Yes. Right. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, certainly if you guys are going to leave it to me, if all of the morale work to me, it is going to be a long haul trying to get any of these guys to wish. On the other hand, if you don't have high enough diplomacy, as we just found out, they can be an And, you know, you, you can bribe, bribe her up, the butter her up, essentially, if you had anything to do with it. Yeah. Uh, I want to ask Jess uh, what day he was a priest of. That I want to do it in the language so that if he doesn't, well, if he doesn't want other people to understand, he doesn't. They don't have to. I serve the lady. I serve the lady of the waves, Besmara, the pirate goddess. Which, which you are basically familiar with, um, because it's just your know, basic world facts to know about the whole major deity sort of thing. Um, Besmara is unsurprisingly pretty popular around this heavily seagoing area. She is the goddess of water and the ocean, 
and piracy. Yeah. Um, honest sailors worship her as well as pirates. Um, but she unsurprisingly has a bad reputation because of pirates. Do I know whether she's good or alive or evil or alive? Knowledge religion? So this is going to be in Yep. Chaotic, neutral, heavy on the chaos. Yeah. Yeah, she's not an evil daddy per se, she's just not super, super, super good. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's not something that he's taken big efforts to hide, but it's not something that he necessarily publicised every random stranger he meets kind of thing. I actually find it kind of heartening because it's the reason for him to be in change that isn't I murdered that last ship full of people I was hanging out with. That's and, true. Yeah. And pirates in the shackles go all over the show from the, um, yes, the very blue rogue style, we'll take 10% of what you're carrying and let you go unmolested style thing, to the hardcore, you know, I'm going to burn your ship down and rape and eat you style of thing. Okay. So I'll, I'll tell him that Sarah Are you a follower of Saren, right? Yeah. Awesome. Just generally have a conversation. Yeah, see if there's anything we agree on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, not a lot, religiously no. speaking. But he probably doesn't mind, you know, a chance to, yeah. you know, uh, just chat with someone who's clearly not really judging him or whatever. Yeah, no, no, um, Bismar is, is significantly less um, community-focused than Sarah Rai is. Plus, there's that whole lawful chaos business. Yeah. Oh, she's neutral. neutral. She yeah, is neutral. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, the... Uh, chaotic neutral versus neutral good, there's not a lot of commonalities there. On the other hand, if she's into piracy, then she should be into, you know, keeping crews together. But yeah, I think we may need to actually do nice things for these people to boost them up a bit. Yeah. But I, I think the odds of what does she check is an effort to at least get somebody on our side is yeah. worthwhile. As you are here, can you give me, um, uh, Everyone? Everyone? Yeah. 15. 16. Yep. 12. 15, 20. Oh, so I've got 18. It's not 19, I think. Uh, and those who made it can give me a knowledge civilization check. 16. 17. 16. Yeah, we've both got sympathy. Yeah, so, you, you knew that, Lydia, that Sasha was creeping you out for a reason. Yeah. Um, as her um, clothing has become increasingly battered, because she's, she's the hot chick, so her clothing is yep. getting more torn the longer she remains on the island style of thing. Um, she has a large chunk of back and shoulder exposed. Perhaps you can see the little picture there, it's a design. Um, and has what appears to be kind of a red N on her back. Um, when you look at it more closely, however, it looks like two kind of red insectile forearms clipping together in the middle, like this. Yes. Um, it is actually a symbol of a group known as the Red Mantis, who are um, basically a society of assassins. Yeah. Um, they, they worship a very minor deity who is the Red Mantis, who is very specifically the deity of this particular group. Um, they are, they, they have a, a very dangerous reputation 
the one thing they're not known for is the, the one thing they're known for is they won't commit regicide, but they will kill anyone else for money. It's a religious reason because they consider their god to be the king of masters. The, um, no, no, which many people have disputed is more of a political thing because it's wise not to murder the rulers who might be hiring. The, um, they were one of my chief groups for life in Kingmaker, and the note said, well, they definitely won't assassinate you. And I said, still no. <laughs> what, this, what having this tattoo in its position and all of that sort of thing means, you don't know. Yeah. Um, it... It, it's obviously the symbol of the Red Mantis, but it could mean she's a hardcore member, it could mean she's a complete neophyte. It could be that none of them actually have this tattoo and she's just, you know, drawn one on because yeah. she's a wannabe or a poser or something in that neighbourhood. Yeah. You don't know. Yeah. That's right. When we're away from the camp tomorrow, I'll talk to people about it. We'll have a conversation with her sitting right there. It is the symbol of the Red Mantis assassins. Yep. Okay. And... Is there anything else this evening? Or no, that's... No, the, um... I don't really want to spam diplomacy these guys and try to bond the five of them all at once. Well, my other thing, you've actually got to put time into exactly. it, so you can't. Yeah. Now, um... You are obviously diseased, yep. Yep. Um, do you want... We can theoretically look after you and make heal checks, um, but that will risk making her fatigued because she's, she'll be doing that in lieu of sleeping. Essentially, I would rather she slept, and um, I'll just try and recover on my own. Okay, and that that being the case, can you give me another fortitude save? Okay, so the night passes uneventfully. We've hit the morning round of saves. Yep. Okay. I've, I've pre-rolled all the random encounters and that. If yeah. You're wondering. No, that's uh, all right. Box um, batting dice if we can't see things. Eight. Okay. So, when you wake up... Uh, uh, yeah, I'm not saying my position on this is going to remain the same. Can you take another three... You, you gain a point back of something, then take another three points of it damage. All right. Well, given that the dex point isn't slowing me down, I'll take a point of it damage from yesterday, go up to an 11, and then three, you said? Yep. I'm now actively at a penalty to interface things. And... Can I do it and see if I can do a deal for Sorry. I thought I asked for that. Ah. Did I miss that one? Well, no, you no. asked me if um, I wanted her to stay up for me, and I said no. You didn't ask her if she wanted to stay up. Right, so I was asking the wrong person? Um, well, I mean, I, it does... Like, I think... Inc- I said I said no, so I didn't. So that's today. Yeah. For future reference, apparently Miriam would like you to ask her rather than me if she wants to stay up. Okay, apologies. That's all right. I'm just clarifying this so we have some understanding of what's going on here. Can everyone make me a morale save? Am I still fatigued? No. Yes. As soon as you get up, you're fine. But you that's do suffer the. I still do the minus one. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But I'd rather be a minus one than minus three. Yeah. Yeah. Mine is not going to be so good. Does that count as cop dice? Sadly, it does not. So it's 15 you're looking for, and you're either, go- an actual one. You're either going up or down as a consequence. I'm going down. Uh, I'm super happy. Morale go down the hole. Yeah, um, I don't make my check, so I drop back down to normal. Um, so the first night I was pretty happy to not have been eaten. You know, now I feel horrible. I feel really sick, and, you know, it's just... Just not a good day to be me. 
And my good day was ruined by our new 10th editions. Yeah. So now I'm super depressed. Yeah. On the bright side, it can't get any worse. Jask and Shiro are um, both both at normal. Sweet, so Jask recovers? Yep. Excellent. And everyone else is at minus one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, am I still just... So, dying? Sasha gets no better and no worse? Correct. How do you pull that off? I thought you either made your check or failed it. Yeah, but the NPC is doing different things. Right, the NPC have a different no, role. Am I high or very high? Sorry, you rolled 20. Isn't that higher than 15? Yep. You know I Yeah, you can't get any better, so, you know. <laughs> from here, I'm super happy. It's all downhill from you. Hi, that looks like the same thing. What? Um, it, oh, so it's just a plus one and a spell level, and see if she doesn't have spell levels, it's no different from the um, high oh. one. Oh, well, can I have a look at it? No, I'm guessing it should be plus two. Yeah, it certainly should be. Because it's still very very well. Oh, no. It's, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it should be plus two. Yeah. Yeah. So. Be typoing rather than um. Yeah, I'll modify the sheet. Let's confuse it. On the other hand, this does make it easier to keep track. All right, and then we actually have gear. Yes, yes. you do. Roll a save for your gear. Damn. Two saves because you've got. You roll two saves because you've got two pieces of gear. That's true. Pick in, pick in whatever arbitrary order you want to do, sir. Okay. And how do these saves work? Am I? Um, you're rolling a flat d20. So, because you have no control over how much environmental damage your gear has taken, essentially. Um, you are trying to roll not one to five. Okay. So, armor. is fine. Sword. And of course, and of course, your gear can't get better as a consequence of this. Is not Dante improvised. Yep, lovely. So I am now at minus four to attack him. Yep. Yeah, you are not going to get a lot of sympathy for two ladies who only have that at the beginning, but at least you have armor. Yeah, but I'm the fighter, I'm supposed to be hot fight. <laughs> Shiro will approach you in the morning. Yeah. So. What is your intent to help us get off this place? And how may I assist you? That would be really, it would be really great if you could help. Um, the, um, there's lots of things that need doing around the place. Um, drop out of um, PC voice. What I can only do one of them. Yeah. Um, so what do we want Shiro to do? And he is actually volunteering to help us. Craft, guard, entertain... Medicalize or hunt. I mean, my logical thing would be get him to hunt because then we get we, we have quite a lot of people to feed now. Mm. We've got actually eight people to feed, yeah. so having so we spend every more and we could actually explore a lot better if we wasn't spending the entire morning. Um, and he has actually got a weapon to hunt things with. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know he said he's a fisherman, so it seems like a natural fit. I mean, I think we could yeah, use start, everything, but yeah, start off with the basics. Go for keep us fed. Oi. Then I will return to the beach and go fishing. We'll see if we can find you some supplies to, um, you know, do that sort of thing better. Nets or whatever. Yeah, I mean, 
as part of his hunting, he'll weave up a basic one, but you know, anything more um, useful you can find him is more useful. Yep. So he's got, has he got the gnome hook hammer? Yes, he does. Yeah, lucky bastard. Uh, how long does it take for a fighter to swap over his feats? Uh, an hour in the morning, so okay. it's it's just the start of part, part of your standard morning prep in the same way if you're yeah. doing spell prep. I'm swapping out um, power attack for improved unarmed strike. Yep. And ditching the stair. By all means. So the way this works is you basically um, spend your morning literally practicing your punches and kicks or headbutts or whatever it is that you're doing for an hour or so. And then, you know, feel like you've, it's, it's a, about picking up those skills again that you already kind of have. Mm. That's good. Eris watches you do this. Yeah. Womanly look on her, well, un- unreadable womanly look on her face. How old is she? Uh, as a half-elf, quite certainly significantly older than you. Um, Equivalent, she's about human 30. Oh god, she's a cougar. I'm, I'm being hunted by a cougar in the jungle. <laughs> Pray for me, folks. Alright, so... How old are you, sir? Early 20s. It's not actually a significant age gap. It, no it is to him. Awesome. He's very shallow. Yeah. Okay, hey. I'm starting to see why Ares has this problem with him. Hey, most people in the pits only live till 30. <laughs> you can always dump Tiny and <laughs> pick up the NPCs and you're No, no, that's not right. Um, I'll go with the one being played by the player. No. Um, so, um, Lydia will spend 20 minutes trying to um, pick, um, pick the lock. Uh, uh, the, I'm not expecting a different result, but I'm yep. doing do it. But from her perspective, if she keeps trying, she might yep. crack yep. it. Yep, you have another crack at it, and unsurprisingly, yep. um, don't get anywhere. Yep. Yeah, fortunately, this I can do mostly by feel as opposed to remembering things, which I really can't do. Lydia doesn't look good. She's quite glazed in that. On the other hand, she does pick up her remaining hit points, which is definitely a plus. Yeah. Are we no longer fatigued? You are no longer fatigued. You automatically become unfatigued as soon as you actually get rest, basically. Assuming it's not what you would be fatigued. Yeah. So, um, with this long-term care thing, um, could um, I get medicalized from, um, like, if we did a bit less adventuring today, could I get a medical check from Zwe to help me with my fort save without her having to stay up late and get fatigued? Relieve. We believe, we believe. Let me look up. Eel, eel, eel. Long term care. Body of trivial course. Yeah, so that's about eight hours of care. Right. Okay. So that's so that's your day, basically. Yeah. yeah. So yes, you certainly can. It's just, um, you know, the longer you sit around, the longer yeah, you yeah. sit around, basically. Yeah, yeah, no, I think so. Be- because you're on no pressing timeline, there's no reason not to take as much time off as you want to. But for the fact that every day you're making more gear checks and things, yeah, yeah. I mean, so your supplies will can can only remain as good as they are or get worse. Yeah, yeah. No, I think I will push but, through. But that's your only disincentive to taking yeah. the time off. Can but, you repair uh, your items with a repair check uh, of some sort? Besides there was actually I mean, a big was, sheet of how, rules yeah, about how I, this whole thing works. Yeah, yeah. I know that. I'm just saying. Because the part that I saw was about mending uh, the spell. Mm-hmm. Uh, then anything else? 
That's the hero point dex. Not what you put them in. Mending spell increases equipment one step up the table to the maximum of its original condition. Make whole immediately restores it to its original condition. Uh, craft checks work as mending, but you can actually go um, up multiple steps at a time. Because okay. mending is a, a crappy little So um, Adam could actually repair his spear back to broken with the craft check that yes. he spent the, put the time into yes. it? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. But I really don't think it's worth it. Well, at least not at this stage. What I'm thinking is, sooner or later we're going to have a day where one or more of us are incapacitated enough that it's not really worth adventuring, mm. at which point we should spend the t- We can spend the time putting some serious effort into taking care of the camp and stuff. Yeah. Actually, you know, you could spend the time crafting weapons because that's where your time's best spent. Organised camp to boost morale. Yeah, Zoe and I can do camp, camp checks to help. Uh, morale type things. Incidentally, if I lose enough, if I lose more than one point, like, if I lose more points of it tomorrow and don't recover enough of them, that's going to be tomorrow. I, I mean, I'm prepared to adventure on eight and six and I'm not leaving camp. At, at two, you cease being able to talk and at zero, you cease being able to function. At seven, I cease losing the camp. Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, so you put Ishiro, you select Ishiro and put him on hunting. Yeah. I presume no one else is um, volunteering to help. Only Jask who can't. Yeah. Mm. But that's that's the deal. Jask is actually now prepared to give us a try. We just need to actually break him out of the manacles. The other three we yeah. need to actually... The two of them are different to you because you don't have bad relationships with them. Yeah. yeah. You, could, you could just try the manacles, manacles with the nail in the morning and hope for a 20. Well, the thing is, I'm no, taking she's, she's 20. she's taking 20. Ah. So she's already rolled the best results she's going to get. Okay. I have the max last near it's possible for me to have, and I cannot yeah, break what these manacles. Need, what she needs is an actual boost of some kind, be it from tools, magic, assistance. I such. mean, you're not meant to pick lots without thieves' tools, but nonetheless, the um, the main aspect is that... Um, there is no, there is no one capable at my level who would be capable of doing this better than I am capable of doing it, and still no. And yeah, you you kind of have vaguely unpleasant dreams of, you know, the most you recall is vaguely drowning or something in that neighbourhood kind of thing, but nothing that sticks with you for another memory style of thing. Because I actually have a trait bonus for last year as well as max ranks in three decks and a morale bonus. Well, I don't have a morale bonus anymore. Right. Yeah. I did yesterday, though, and I still couldn't do it. Where do you want to go today? So, actually, if I get my morale up to the two levels, then I'll definitely try for real again. Um, I was thinking the square that we're actually in. So, here? Yeah. Yep. 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 Because I want to make sure they can't say. You, yeah, that's a good if, idea. If you're not doing anything else in the day, you can hit two of them, because it takes about four or five hours and explore. Well, well, we'll hit one and see what's in it, and yeah. then we'll, like, because if we get creamed, we may not decide to go afternoon exploring. Unsurprisingly, the uh, yellow post-its I'm using to block this out don't, um, you know, necessarily match all that well to the grid that see. But yeah, if I get really split, if I fail another fortitude check that I'm thinking, you you can make weapons, we can mend me. (laughs) So, you find when you go about an hour further into the jungle, um, you actually come out on coast again on the other side. Huh. Um, Moreover, 
This is actually pretty trivial. Let's see. The exploring spot. And I think the um, various going down things will improve over time. As we get, like, camp Chester and everything. Yeah, as we improve the camp, generally. Okay. So, you can see a couple of things. As you explore across here, uh, and excuse my um, disorganization, this is a very rules and resources sort of heavy game, so there's 15 different bits of paper I'm manipulating at any given time. You're doing fine, Zeta. Easy. Okay. So you find in in your explorations you find nothing of particular value or use in this hex. Um, nothing, nothing worthy of encountering. Actually, um, however, you do come out the other side and actually get a decent viewpoint on what you're looking at here. So the coast curves along that way, um, and drawn these vaguely over the sticky, what you'll see is there appears to actually be a big bay in the middle here, like, like very large, um, and then the island curves round in each direction around it, and is that vaguely clear to people? Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Having seen this, and found the weather, and found the demorphodons, uh, people now have sufficient information to actually try and make me an old civilization check. I have a horrific penalty, so I'm probably going to pull this off. So, that's a Thirteen. Two ranks minus one, so that's plus one, so twelve. Okay. Both of you are, are very confident at this point that it is an island. Yeah. Um, and you're pretty confident from the style of terrain and fauna and flora and that sort of thing. It's somewhere in the Mwangi expanse. Yeah. But there are you know, 50 islands out there at a minimum. I got 20. Okay. Uh, you, on the other hand... You know a lot about the Mwangi, you know more about the Mwangi expanse and stuff, right? Because you're from there. Where are you from again? You're from yeah. Mwangi, yeah. That's why I keep talking to Jas. Yeah, yeah, cause, yeah, that's why I remember there was something like that. Cause... Um, um, my apologies. Um, the Two of you will actually hit the base one. Oh, cool. Um, so you're looking at this this sort of this particular coastline, and it looks it looks kind of unusual to you. There can't be that many islands with this sort of sharp bay in the middle. What it actually reminds you of is sort of a hooking knife or a claw kind of thing. I think hooking knife or a claw. Why does that ring a bell to me? Particularly for you, Lee. You're like ah, uh... thinking in the middle of a fever. Um, you are all pretty sure you are on an island known as Smuggler's Shiv, um, named after the blade, mm-hmm. literally. Um, it is it, so it, it is so forgotten that it doesn't actually appear on most maps, um, but is rightfully feared by people in the waters of Desperation Bay, which is sort of the, the much broader area of sea that you're in. Um, the island is named both for its knife-like shape of its coastlines and its uncanny the uncanny amount of ships that have wrecked there. 
most of them smugglers trying to escape from the Sagravian Navy kind of thing. Hence, smugglers ship. So, it is a deserted island. It has this sort of knife-shaped coastline. Um, and it is famous for having a bunch of smugglers' shipwrecks on there. So you would definitely expect to find more shipwrecks and probably more stuff, but nice. this does not suggest that there will be an easy way off the island. Yeah, either. because we're not going to see a, a whole bunch of boats coming along here that are about to get sh- running away and about to get shipwrecked. It would be interesting to see what our pirate friend says about you the place. Both hit 13? Uh, yeah, we yeah. have the same job. Yeah, same yeah. yeah. Um, so you also both know that it's pretty commonly believed that Smuggler's Ship is haunted by all the various ghosts of sailors and pirates and things that have died along its shoreline. Well, nothing says success is fighting ghosts like no magic and no weapons. <laughs> Excuse me, I have magic. Not much magic. Not yeah, much do fear, you? Fear, fear, her prestidigitation. Ah, yes, you have your gnomish, your, your three gnomish cantrips and speak with burrowing animals once a day. <laughs> Yep. The ghosts are doomed. There's no point even running the encounters. Um, so, one well, Miriam, however, got a yes, shitload yes, more. I'm yep. still going. Yep, that's good. Cool. Um, that is what you, what Lydia and Tiny are aware of. Yeah. Uh, Zoe, unsurprisingly, you're also aware of that. On top of that, um, you are aware that there is supposed to be a lighthouse on here that was set up um, by the Chalaxian M. So. Vague, vague geography of the area. You have the Shackles, where all the pirates live, which is essentially the Fantasy Caribbean. Mwangi, which is Fantasy Africa, which has um, a group called the Sagravian government in it, who are um, essentially the British colonists in Fantasy Africa. And then across the sea, where the city of Corvosa and Varesia are, there is the Chalaxian Empire, who are very, very bad, evil, demon-worshipping people, generally speaking. Um, Chalaxia and Sagravia have been at war several dozen times. Both of them have prominent navies for the, exactly the purpose of fighting each other. Um, all, and, and both of them hate the pirates in the middle. Um, but you know that when Sagravia was first set up, uh, Chalaxia actually set up a lighthouse on this island on the southwest shore somewhere, um, supposedly to keep an eye out for the navy. Uh, they never actually got round to colonising the island. As far as you know, they just found it too hard with various bad things said about the island. Um, but the, the lighthouse was actually built. Whether How much of it still remains there and whether it, where it is specifically, you're not sure, but southwest. So, so, so since we know which island we are on, we should know uh, what side of the island we're on? Yep. So, uh, yeah, as in you're asking for the north, south, east, west? Yep. Yes, um, I actually be on there and just cut it up. But um, yes, you were on the north tip of the island, essentially. Okay. So well, the lighthouse is on the other side. Yeah. yeah so the lighthouse should be here yeah. somewhere. <laughs> yeah. So a fair hike. Um, but it's something to aim towards. Yeah. And the last thing you have heard is in in the last attempted invasion of Sagravia, which is now about seventy odd years ago. Um, that a ship um, was that a Chalaxian ship was seen to have shipwrecked on this island, but that the people the, the Chalaxians never actually stopped and picked their sailors up because they were busily going off to war. Um, rumor has it that they have degenerated into a cannibalistic tribe that remains upon yeah, the island to this day. Who, sorry, who are the cannibals? 
uh, Chalaxian soldiers. Right, Chalaxian soldiers. But like 70 years ago, so yeah, anything Chalaxian so about them is long gone. So now that are can- cannibal tribes folk. Plus. So this island is well supplied with food and water, but it is extremely unfriendly and hostile. It has cannibals, ghosts, and everything in between on it. And possible cannibal, cannibal ghosts. Yeah. Cannibal ghosts and codes that designed to sh- shrink any passing ship, sink any passing ships that might be inclined to rescue us. Plus, you know, it is the D and D universe, and we're at least vaguely in the vicinity of the shackles. So, any ship that passes might not be inclined to rescue so much as enslave us. Speaking as the group halfling, Zwee, that is all that you know of it. And at this point, the three of you sort of stop for a brief discussion. Yeah, yeah. You know, look, it curves all the way around there. Yeah, you you could actually theoretically swim across the middle here if you're yeah. feeling sufficiently hardcore. Yeah. Um, the water does look a little easier in there, but not yeah. substantively. Um, so the three of you have this discussion. You look at curves around there. Hmm, do you think you could go It looks like Smuggler's Shiv. You know, what do you think, Rara? And yes, all three of you agree that you're on Smuggler's Shiv. You can share your cannibal and Chalaxian stories if you're so inclined. Yeah. Um, I'll let you both know. Yep, we'll keep an eye out for cannibals. Um, other people, however... Tiny and Lydia, that name means something to you. Ooh. Uh, not to Zwee. It doesn't mean anything more than the information I've already given you. You don't get a memory on this one. Just these two. Um, also, um, while we were away from camp, I will say, hey, did you see Shlash's tattoo last night? She's got a red mantis tattoo on her back. She's an assassin. That explains all the knives. Well, she's unlikely to kill anybody then unless somebody pays her. I think she might do it for free. We should watch her. Close. <laughs> you're you're free to have this conversation as much as you want, don't you? No, no. Yeah, no, that's, 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 the the whole, that's the conversation. You're not going to... If, if people, want to, convers- bond, if people yeah. want to bond with Sasha, they're going to need to do it themselves, yeah. so I'm not contributing It's one of those snippet conversations like in the first Dragon Age. Tiny, when you think about Smuggler's Shiv, something stirs up for you. Yeah, lots. Bloody likewise. Tiny, Smuggler's Shiv. Even with death as an alternative, remaining in the gladiator pits seems more appealing at this exact moment. Braxis, the old ex-gladiator explorer who hired you, made the job sound so simple. To raid the home of a nobleman, said to have a map to a hidden temple of ancient secrets. Of course, it turned out the temple was one of Norgulbur, an evil god of greed, secrets, poison, and assassins, and the nobleman's house was guarded by traps, monsters, and poison. You're drained of most of your strength, slumped in the corner of the room, barely able to see as Braxis leans forward over the safe in the map. I recognize this island, he says. Smuggler's Shiv. Hmm. Ships don't land there. But if what you say, if what this says is true, the Temple of Norgabor contains more than we could have ever dreamed. We'll need a good trick to convince a captain to land. He gurgles and falls as a bolt of fire streaks out of the safe, engulfing him in the map. You are on your own once again. Lydia, Smuggler's Shiv. You stare intently at an old scrap of paper. The words are crabby, tilted, and the paper has been soaked and smudged. But still, it's readable. They say the dead walk on Smuggler's Shiv, 
They say that the very plants and animals of the island thirst for blood. And they say that those who sail too close to the island's cutting edge are already doomed, even before their ships are impaled and slip beneath the shark-hungry waves. The island itself is a grave to all manner of folk, pirate and soldier, merchant and smuggler alike. By day, one who approaches too closely can hear their screams from the green that crowns the isle, and by night one can watch the witch-lights dance on its shore, said to be glowing cannibal ghosts eager to lure new meals to their shore. They say all this and more about Smuggler's Shiv. I can think of no better place to hide my treasure. It's like Smuggler's Shiv. It's, it's an island. It's an island of cannibals. Yeah. Not a good place. Cannibals, ghosts. Ghost yeah. cannibals. Yeah. Ghosts of cannibal victims. Yeah. And then on top of that, you've got a bunch of... Um, Natural hazards on there you'd expect to find you know, giant crabs, lobsters, dinosaurs, that kind of thing. And can I see if I can find any hidden herbs? Uh, nothing that will give you any particular bonus or anything, but yes, you can find simple things that will generally let you do that sort of thing. I'm just having a little cry. <laughs> oh, you evil bastard. <laughs> An incomplete fragment of memory. You can draw whatever conclusion you like from it. Oh, God. Lydia seems both a, uh, seems a bit abstracted for a while, and then both extra troubled and a little excited. <laughs> Nick goes to the nearest tree and starts banging his head against it. I want to do a heel check. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got face palm like this. <laughs> awesome. I've been there. I know that pain. Disease that causes you to go, oh, God. <laughs> okay, and that's what we find out? We identify where we are? Yep. You explore another hex. Cool. Well, you don't find anything um, in particular in there. You still get the XP for doing it, but I can track that and give it to you in lots if you like. Yeah, I think um, maybe two things to get XP rather than every time we do our thing. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. You have enough day that you could go explore another one if you so chose. Yes. Because so, it's going to take going to the tip. It's going to take us more um more time to explore because we're going to have to hike away from our campsite and back and, and so, stuff. So you can literally see the coastline as it comes around here. It is basically um coastline coming all the way around here, coastline coming to the tip here, and that goes out into the sea. So yeah. you could logically assume the island curves back around. Yeah, let's keep going. This we'll yeah. do this this bit. We're going to keep going that way. Yeah. And then tomorrow we can go right up to the end and then um, head back and then start exploring the other way. Hmm. Assuming, you know. Well, I think I like some healing herbs, so, you know, yeah. I can mm-hmm. help you now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And can you give me a perception check as you walk the coastline? Nope. Uh, wisdom. Fortunately, not too many skills are in base. Uh, 18. Oh, wow. Well, I beat Sweet on a perception check. I rolled a 2. <laughs> and I rolled a 14. But nonetheless, I beat you. <laughs> so. We're going to need quite a bit of XP for our next level, aren't we? It's not like yeah, your like first 3,000 away. Yeah. It's 2,000 to 5,000 is the job. Right, yeah. 
So, like, exploring the entire island could get you there if that's the only thing you do. But, yeah. Uh, um, Lydia, about where that X is down the bottom of the map. No? Bottom right hand corner. Can't see the X. Bottom right hand corner. Ah, yep, yep, gotcha. Thank you. Um, that appears to be a high point on the island that you can see sticking out. It's, it's pretty much all jungle, unsurprisingly. Yeah. But sticking out over the trees, you can see what looks like a mountain, maybe a volcano, cool. poking out over the top. And because it's so high, you can just see it. Yeah, and presumably from there we could see the rest of the island better style of thing. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's, it's copious miles away. Yeah, yeah, but it's something to head for. Okay, so you're going to circle the tip? Yep. Mm-hmm. Exploring as you go? Yep. Yeah. Obviously we can't make it all the way out there, but... Or maybe we can no, I just need to um, peel and repeal them as I go. Yeah, no, that's fine. He's repealed the map. Oh yep. no. Okay, so what you see here is the curving tip of the island blade, essentially, mm-hmm. as you go through this gate. And you'll find a thing in it. Yes, you will. Um, So, this should be pretty uh, What are the odds that people are going to fail a difficulty 10 perception check? Is it worth actually asking people to roll it? I've got I plus four. It. I've got eight, so... Okay. I've got minus two. So let us safely assume, then, that, yeah. that you see this as you wander through. Um, you come around and sort of comb this jungle as you go. When you come out about here, coming out on this side, um, you see... A chunk of both. Um, this is obviously the shipwreck, because we're going along the coach, this is shipwreck city. Yeah. It is that that line of beach, as you start to get away from gent- there's gentle beach in this cove where you woke up. As you come along here, it starts to turn into cliff face, going down instead. Um, and what you see is the very front end of a chunk of ship um, that is missing a hole in it right about where you've got the other little bit of it that says Genevieve on it. Yeah. Jenny style of thing. Hmm. Um, this is a substantive chunk of the... Genevieve. Of the bow, is it? Front end of the ship? No idea. Yeah. Yes, the yeah. bow. This is a substantive chunk of the bow of the Genevieve. Ooh. Um, it, it looks like only the fortuitous presence of a sharp ridge of rock by the cliff face has prevented it from just disappearing entirely into the sea, because it's literally jammed in between the rocks at this point. Yeah. Um, it is wedged at an angle between the cliffs and the rocks, and as the waves come in, it is shifting up and down. Sooner or later, this is going to get dislodged and disappear back into the ocean or sink entirely. And it is down a cliff face, climbing... It is it is down a cliff face. You could basically climb down this climb down this cliff face. Uh, you could wait for the tides. They're currently um, they're, they're currently up. If you wait for them to go down, you could go down to an easier bit and then walk across towards it. Yeah. But um, you run the risk of losing more bits of it out to sea. The water is actually going into the ship and then going back out again. How hard a cliff face does this look to climb? Uh, it looks like about a difficulty fifteen. Oh, okay. Lydia thinks she can make it. Um, yeah. 
with a fall dropping you into the surf below, it, you, you'd be very surprised if it killed you, yeah. but it wouldn't be nice. Yeah. Yeah, I'd take it. Yep. I'm prepared to climb down. Okay. Athletics. Ooh. Barely makes it. Ah, Lydia dies. I think Lydia might re-roll that. <laughs> right. What does she have? Uh, Eleven. So I think you've actually got to fail um, moderately hard to actually yeah. fall to your death. Okay, you I'll kind wait. of slip and just hang on the yeah. face for a second as you catch your breath. Yep, that is indeed what happens. Okay, so it... I'm failing really bad at what I have, so... Okay. What 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 have you got? Eight. Yep, yep. you're falling. Okay, yep. Yeah. Yes. And now you're going faster than me. Um, 25. <laughs> Much faster than me. Yeah. So, you are all climbing down, basically. You know, if you had ropes and harnesses and things, yeah, that would be easy. nice, but you don't. Um, Zwei is climbing down pretty successfully, Tiny. 15. Is, is climbing down, okay? Yeah. Um, and Lydia, you are having a bit of trouble. The rocks are a bit slippery. Because yeah. the waves, obviously, sooner or later get high enough to pound against it. Yeah. And it's just generally sort of that moss and sea-like. Yeah, I, I, I kind of picked a poor spot, and yeah. it, I'm just sort of trying to stay on the cliff. And you are trying to stay on the cliff. You are slipping in bits and pieces. Um, can you give me another climb check to either recover or get worse? This one at a minus one. Okay. Um, that, on the other hand, I found a good bit again. Um, that's a 20. Okay. So this time you can find a good chunk. Yeah. And you, you've, you know, bruised the hand a little, yep. but you're otherwise fine. And you can climb down. And you Switch. basically climb down and drop, dook, dook, onto the deck of the Genevieve. Cool. We're going to have a look around. Heck yeah. Um, all, all of this stirs up familiar feelings to you. You know, you definitely know you've been on this ship before, you've wandered this bit of the deck. Um, you are not going to find it terribly difficult to find where you're going in here because you have a clear enough memory as you get there. Oh, that bit's obviously the cabin, that bit's the mess hall, blah, blah, blah. Um, so, uh, what you have here is the captain's cabin is, is missing entirely. It's not going to be here. It's on literally a different part of the ship. Um, the chunks you were expecting to find here would be the larder, the, the galley, that sort of thing. Um, and you are pretty confident there is a supply room in this bit. Oh, yes. nice. Um, the, Genevieve's, the, the Genevieve's lifeboat, which was basically a, a standard rowing dinghy, doesn't appear to be here, but there's no particular evidence that it left versus was sunk. You don't find crushed bits of it or anything like that. Yeah, I, I presume you're fat. You're interested enough to have a good solid poker. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Okay, so. Uh, you climb down, and, and this is actually pretty light work compared to the cliff. You're walking and balancing sideways, occasionally stumbling as the waves rock in. But that's no particular problem. Um, you reach what you think is the larder. Um, and can everyone give me a perception check? Eleven. Thirty-one. I'm glad we brought Zoe. Zero. This is why Tiny's so depressed. Tiny, you hear your stomach rumble. 
is where you from the other side of the larder door, you hear... It's a big, solid... Um, it's, it's a big, very solid wooden door that's meant to be theoretically airtight for the, the rations and things. Um, it sounds like there are a bunch of things in there um, actually sealed in. It sounds like... sounds to you with your expert hearing of 31 like they are bigger versions of those lobstery things that you found on the beach. Mm, no. um, they've, they've clearly washed in here and then gotten trapped in here. You suspect the doors swung back and forward and sealed at some point. Yeah. But they're in there, they're alive, they're, um, they, they want out. I'll let you guys know. And whatever other things are in there are sealed behind a fire. Well, I assume fight them. I don't want to be poisoned again, but... I have got my rocks and, you know, we do, we didn't climb all the way down here just to not get, I mean, they may have eaten the supplies, but they may not have. So I'll tend to front you attack from range. And having, having heard this, um, you're pretty confident you can go around this and reach the supply room too, if you want to do that first. Oh, right, okay. Given that they're completely sealed in here, they're Sweet. not going anywhere in a hurry. Right, so, sorry, so are they in the, they're they, in they the larder? In the, they're in the larder and that should lead through to the mess hall. Right, so we do want to check that out, but maybe go around first. I mean, who knows, maybe there's actual weapons in the, the supply room. The supply room. room would be the general sailing supply stuff. Yeah. Let's check out the supply room and then come back here. Okay. And you search through the supply room. It'll be okay, Tiny. We'll find weapons. We found armor already and we've only been out a day. <laughs> and you find a bunch of stuff. Yay! So, I don't know who wants to give a list for this. I might as well, since I've already got the armor. Well, I, I, yeah, let, let's, why don't I just get a bit of scrap paper and note it down initially and then we'll divide it up between us, style of thing? Yeah, whatever works. We'll probably want to use, give some of these stuff to the NPCs to improve their yeah, that's attitude the, towards um, us. Could I get a sheet of briefs for The other thing is, you could just put that over. Use the back bit. Yeah, yeah. Or not. It's got to be a sheet of briefs. But you, we've already found out that you want, that one of the NPCs wants alcohol. Yeah. You find that. Hey, I don't want it. I'm a follower of Cade and Cable. That's practically my religious obligation to share alcohol with others. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that sort of stuff you'd more expect to find in the larder. Yeah. Un- un- unfortunately, what you find here is of an alarmingly practical nature. Yeah. Um, all sorts of gear that looks like it would have been very useful for alleviating that minus five penalty to campsite buildings. <laughs> um, you find a block and tackle. Ooh. Three large canvas sheets, great for catching water in. You string them yep. up between trees and things. So, two fishing nets. Ooh, we're going to be popular. I'm going to feel like I'm going to be able to this back. A grappling hook. Ooh. Um, two bullseye lanterns. Nice. Twelve flasks of oil. Ooh, twelve flasks of oil. Yep. Two lots of flint and steel. And a shovel. Ooh! Now, if only we had a light bulb control this all. All of it just being, you know, 
mundane yeah. city style of thing. Well, the thing is, um, what we can, um, oh yeah, we'll need to pass things up the cliff style of thing, because mm. I was going to say we can come back with the, um, you, chest. you could jury rig yourself a backpack. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's the plan. We only need to give it to the cop, cop of the cliff. And yeah, the, the grappling hook has yeah. some rope on it, so I'll, you can use that in the climb. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially, if you if you botch the climb check sufficiently, that'll be you dropping bits. Yeah. Which at that point are pretty irretrievable because it gets yeah, yeah. the bottom of the ocean. Mm. Um. And, and that is what you find in here in the way of useful supplies. Let's go. Okay. And then back around the ladder. Yes. Okay. Can you give me a sneaky, sneaky check? Wow. How does he pay his nope. extra penalties? Sorry, dear, I'm depressed. Yeah, but not clanky armor penalties. That's a weird one. That's why, on the other hand, it's tiny. Um, so and at stealth. Yeah, and I'm really well trained in stealth. Um, 18. Three. Okay. So you basically move up to the door as quietly as you can, draw your weapons out, make your preparations, that yep. of thing. Yeah. Um, assume that the things on the other side haven't noticed you. Mm-hmm. And, um... On the other hand, I mean, how much preparation can crab lobsters really make? Yeah, I mean, is, is your master plan here pretty much just to yeah. open the door and have at them? Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, the plan is basically that we're going to be much more effective than last time because, you know, we're prepared. Uh, could you grab the initiative tracker for this round? Yeah. In fact, could you run the initiative tracker for me? I have enough shit here to grab. Yeah. You don't take any... Because you've got improved... Um, if you're doing your arm strike, you only have... Yeah, you have no, no penalties to hit. Which means yeah. you've only got the two morale penalty to hit, which beats the heck out of how you were fighting last time with a minus four. Mm. Man, that's an old initiative sheet. Three initiatives? I don't have any. Um, yeah, just your, just your dexterity. Yeah. Is initiative considered as a check of some sort? Yes, it is. Okay, it's so I take a minus two. It's, it's theoretically an attribute check. Okay. So it's definitely a minus two then. Although, actually, no. No, we're thinking about it. No, we'll just have an initiative checks and initiative checks because it becomes it, it is strictly speaking an attribute check, but it becomes a massive pain in the ass when you start altering your attributes midway through initiative. Because mm-hmm. theoretically, like if you cast Cat's Grace on yourself, your initiative should go up, mm. and that should actually move your result from fifteen to seventeen style of thing. Yeah, it's just to do it that way. You need to keep track of exactly what everyone rolled, not just what orders they're in. Mm. Okay. So no, I'm, I'm perfectly happy with the concept of your initiative can remain unaltered by positives Tiny. or negatives. Yeah. Lydia. Crabs. Bigger crabs. Rock lobsters. Yeah, like, not like we were winning against the last round, but what we've decided particularly well, but what we've decided is quite bigger ones. Well, you're better prepared this time. Because you've got, you know... Tiny has armor? Yep. That's, that's pretty, yeah, that's true. Tony has armor and is very capable. And technically, I suppose we had to actually pick up rocks last time, whereas we were already armed with rocks. Yeah. Oh, this is better than being Caleb. I'm gonna kick Initiative's ass. Lydia gets a 22. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Four, yeah. 14 for my lobster crabs. Yep. Six. 
tiny bit sweet. Alright, so it's just me who's prepared then. Okay. You both open the door. You, well, actually, you yank open the door. You will only be Nathan for one session, Adam, then you'll be back to me. <laughs> um, this, is, this is a comparatively little area. Like, the whole thing is basically four squares worth of larder. Yeah. Meaning that of the three things in here, one of them literally isn't going to be able to get at you. Sweet. Um, and the three of you can stand on the outside because that's a much bigger outside leading into the door style thing. Yep. Um, what you see in here, um, like what you saw before, the sort of spiny lobster crab type things. Yep. Um, these ones are much, much bigger, however. They look like they are the full water versions instead of the shallow versions. In fact, they're bigger than the two small creatures that are here. <laughs> so they are actually medium-sized lobster crabs. Sorry, so wow. there's two medium-sized lobster crabs? There are three medium-sized lobster crabs. Right, and one small lobster crab? No, no. no you, uh, two are you two are smaller oh. than the lobster crabs. Oh, I see. Three because medium they are of medium-sized category. Right. I mean, you fact, right. Technically sense. speaking, they're yeah. probably shorter than you, but significantly longer yeah. style of thing. But they're of medium size as opposed to a small size. Yeah. They can ride in this amount. Um, and I don't know if you want to. <laughs> past them, um, there appears to be a halfling on the floor in the back of the larder, um, unmoving, who does actually have a short sword in his hand. He, he might be dead, he might not, but um, All right. he's clearly not in fighting form. Oh, okay. And he's presumably been in here a while, so dead is probably a um, safer assumption. Yeah, yeah, seems likely, but it's always possible he's merely... I mean, the lobster crabs maybe don't need unmoving people. He may just be KO'd. Uh, You yank open the door, and Lydia and Zwi, you will both see... All all of them have their claws pointed at Tiny, going clack, 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 clack. And not at you two. Sweet. they haven't seen you come. Cool. Okay. So go to. Yes. Lydia hits a rock at the frontmost crab. Go for it. And I get a surprise attack, which means it is flat-footed. Yeah, this is effectively a surprise round. Okay. Uh, Alright, so um, it is an improvised weapon, so I'm in a minus four, but I get a plus one bonus for throwing weapons because I am a halfling, so yep. it's only a minus three. Um, and are you throwing at one of the back that isn't in melee with people? Uh, yeah, the... Because they're right at the door. So. Right, yep, yeah, yes. So yeah, I'll throw the one yep. at the back. Um, okay, so, but I have a, so it's a minus three plus five, because of my various bonuses. I know, I've added morale bonuses. No morale bonuses. No, that's right, that I, I factored in the halfway throwing weapon thing. Okay, so... Uh, 18 to hit. Sorry, there's yep. a lot of math in the no weapon game. A very solid clunk into the skull of the one at the back. Oh, okay, and I will roll my um, d6 rock plus yep. my d6 sneak attack. Yep. Uh, for six points of damage, six points of rock damage, and I am one rock down. Okay, it solidly thunks into him. I'm totally going to get the rocks back once we win. And the thing begins to ooze slightly. Yep. But is not, alas, not KO'd? It is not. It's yeah. substantially bigger and presumably tougher than the last one. Yep. Sweet. Um, can I sneak around into the halfway? Uh, sneaking past them would be 
theoretically doable, but exceedingly difficult. You basically have, because you have to walk straight through their zone, there is yeah. no space okay. to go around. You can endeavor to jump over them to do it, though. You'd provoke, but not on this round, because they haven't acted yet. But if, given the size of these crabs, like, we really need you in there killing them, the, um, yeah, we can... I, don't, I, ha- I have a stick. Yes, and I have rocks. Yeah. And Tiny has no weapons at all, and he's just punching them. I think the point is there's a sword over there. Oh, right, I see. You're trying to get to the sword. Yeah, well, like... Okay, yeah. throw my stick? Yeah, I I mean, yeah, if you you want to try and jump over them and um, get to the sword, I can certainly see that. Yeah. You alright, Kevin? That's fine. Athletics check the jump. So you're adding your plus two to everything, right? Well, I have three, so plus two, which is five. Yeah. So. so you will just clear them, um, and very belatedly they snap in the air at you after you've passed by because they're still flat footed. Uh, when you land there, can you roll me a heal check? You did. Well. Okay. Um, his face is heavily purpled. Um, and has several sting sting marks on him. You are very confident that he is dead. This is this is not an examination to see what killed him or how poisoned he was or anything. It's just, yeah, so not breathing. Um, and if you want his sword, you can pick it up as your other move action. Yeah. Wait, but it's a surprise round, isn't it? Don't we only get one? Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, so, she... so you land there. Yeah. 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 And then we come back to the non-surprise round where yeah. Lydia is still surprising them. Yeah, the second they the really second attack is even, even more, more surprising. surprising. Yeah, so I'm going to try and kill the rock next to Zwee. Try and kill the one next to Zwee. Yep, she's at the back. There's sadly now a melee with her. Oh damn! So they're all in melee. Yes, yeah, four spaces worth of things, which are yep. now all full of people. Yep. Okay. Um. All right. Then I will um hit the crab in melee with me with a rock in my yep. hand. Hit it. With the rock! Because that's less penalties than trying to throw one into a melee zone, into yep. a range zone. Alright, so. Yeah, it's just very tight quarters fighting in a ladder, unsurprisingly. Yeah. Okay, and I will miss. Yep. You swing so at it. The bright side is I am holding a melee rock, and because I am using a melee weapon, I don't lose my rock. You're quite confident in that, given it's still flat footed and all the rest of it? Oh. Perfectly happy to take your word for it. I, I got a three. Um, okay, that will definitely miss. Yeah. Yeah, I was pretty confident. Their AC is, in fact, not three. So yeah, yeah, I know. I, I do have various penalties. We are on to crab monsters. Yep. Okay. Crab monsters will go for all the peoples. Yep. So, the one that is at the back sort of turns to you, click, click, clicking, and click, click, clicking the claws. Um, and then brings its tail round and endeavors to sting you. And misses you utterly and stings the guy on the ground some more. Mm-hmm. Uh, tiny. Uh, that would be a... I think that's going to come close. Uh, 12 won't hit you, will it? Because you're wearing armor now. Mm-hmm. So it stings you in the armor. And it wouldn't anyway. He's got pretty good... I think he's got pretty good dicks. So it would have hit me. Oh, yeah. You've yeah. got pretty good dicks, but not quite good enough. Lydia... 14 to hit you. Will ju- we'll equal my AC. Okay, so you get stunned. Yeah, of course I get stunned. Every crab hits me, it's a law. For two points of damage. Yep. And guess what? 
I have fortitude Oh, fortitude save. I'm so good at those. Seven. Yeah. It's you... not my fault rogues don't have fortitude in everything on this island that's fortitude. You were starting to actually rasp for breath here. Um, can you lose one constitution? Oh, nasty. Different poisons. Ugh. That does indeed drop me down an attribute point, so yep. I lose some hit points. Two of them specifically. Oh, okay, so my max comes. Alright, so I dropped a 10, then I dropped 8. Yep. And that is all the Eurypterids. Yep. Well, that is what they are. Yep. And then it's Tiny. Yep. Okay. So, Tiny will use a move action to try and bluff the crab in front of them. Yep. So I think I'm at minus H to this. Yes, you can do so. It is not done. And minus two for the morale penalties. Yep. That's a one. Yep, it says Moru will beat that. Okay. So why would a minus eight? Because, because it's a creature. It's a, oh, right. Um, it's a very unintelligent thing. Right. He swirls the sword this way, swirls it this way. On a human, it works much better. Yeah. The crab just kind of stares at you. Okay, no worries. And... I will attack it. Yeah, it's it's not a good foe to use in proof yeah. faint on, but there's very little penalty to doing so. And that's a ten. Uh, that will bounce off its armor. Right. Oh, well. someone else's turn. Sweet. Sweet. Um, yep. So that will provoke, but I think it's worth doing anyway. Yes, it will indeed. So it will claw at you and miss you utterly. No question whatsoever. The claw again closes around the corpse and claws at it some more. And that crab is really haunted by the possibility that that might guy might get up. Congratulations, you are holding a halfling-sized longsword. Ooh! It does a d6 of damage. 19 to 20 times 2 crit range. So it was d6 damage? Yep. It is not a um, particularly fine masterwork weapon or anything, but nor is there anything actually wrong with it yet. So you're um, successfully um, negating your um, minus four penalties. What you can indeed swing it. Well, no, you would do add your base attack bonus, add your plus two, and your strength. None yes, but it's not three. <laughs> Eight. Nonetheless. Yeah. Yeah. But yes, uh, I agree that, I agree that a plus five bonus to hit is worth taking into account. Uh, yeah. Okay, and... It is me, yeah. Yes, it is. Yep, so I am going to... Um, actually, um, I'm going to five foot step back yep. and throw this rock at my crab. Yep. Because pinchy, he's not pinchy. in melee with anybody else, he's in melee with me. Yep. Pinchy, pinchy, pinchy. And I still have a couple of rocks. And I'm going to draw another rock, because, you yep. know, I've got rocks. <laughs> okay. Uh, and I know how to use them. Um, so, here's... Yep, um, 13. Yeah, there is a crack noise as it actually hits it, and there is a small break in the armor. 
Sweet. Okay, I don't get to sneak attack this one. Nice. So that is a merely a one to do. Apparently totally uninjured crap. Yep. Tank! Another one of my rocks, but I am now holding an additional rock. Uh, is it Krabby's? <laughs> it is Krabby's. Tail stings for all! No tail stings for Tiny. Tail stings for Zoe. I believe a 20 should pretty comfortably hit you. Yep. And I imagine none for Lee or an 11. Good god, a crab missed me! No, no none for me. Okay, Zoe, can you take one damage and a port save? So. Did you also lose? Did you add the plus two bonus to your morale? Ten. Yep. Can you also lose two constitution? Yes. Yeah. yeah, I'm thinking tomorrow might be a stay home or recover action, build weapons and recover attribute point today. The reality is, if you had a whole day to spend on it, you could probably build a weapon that wouldn't immediately decay. Yeah. Plus, it would help if I had the proper tools. Yeah. yeah well, I was hoping to find some, some crafting mean, tools in the uh, storage, but... Yeah, well, the, the, those aren't great for crafting, but they'll certainly help us make a better camp. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Not a better camp will lead to better morale checks. And you now actually have a sword for cutting things. Yeah, I mean, even if it's inappropriately sized to wield as a weapon, it's, it's, it's a knife tool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Out of craft? Yep. Back tiny. To tiny. Okay. This time it's just going to be a straight up punch. Oh, my God. Actually, is there one where I can uh, flank it with mm-hmm. one of these two? Uh, yes. That's why now armed. Yes, there is. Okay. So take the one you're currently going for. So. Oh, sweet. So I get a nice bonus. Yep. Nope. <laughs> wow. But just as you're, a lot of one. Just as you're about to swing, the wave hits the ship and you sort of stagger slightly. You know what's the worst part? Now come the morning, I have to make a craft check on my fist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fortuitously it doesn't look like your fist is improvised, your fist is destroyed. What the? <laughs> oh god. Okay, so we we're not saying it's all on you, but it's yeah, all on you. That's why I said no monks. Yeah. Because monks make it too easy. I'm done, guys. I wake up. I'm weaponed and hunted. Uh, I'm swinging yep. the sword again. At the one um, that you're flanking with Tiny or at the one that's inside? Uh, the one that's next to me. The one that you're flanking with Tiny? Yeah. So okay. That's the one I'm flanking. Yep. yep. You will copiously hit it at 20. Wait, did you roll a 20? No, no I 13 plus 5. Uh, plus two. Yeah, yep, sweet. Actually, 21. Yeah. Uh, okay, and then um, standard damage is what? D6? Yeah, plus strength. D6 plus strength. Uh, so that's 5 damage. Yeah. 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 You actually slash into that one, and Ikwar and Ooze comes out of it. So we've now injured all three of them. Yes. Yep. One of them very likely, but yep. yes. Okay, and Lydia. Yep. And, um, I will, um, throw my last throwing rock at the crab in front of me that yep. doesn't appeal with anyone else. And then I'm, I'm going to hang on to my uh, only surviving rock. No. You're thinking Dex for AC. Should have points to the Yeah. Alright, so, um. Uh, I've got, no, so not my hit points yep. now. 
Done here, sorry. No, Screwed up with me. Um, okay, so that's a minus two. Yeah, so that's enough. Oh, no, wait. Throw on rock. Throw on rock. Okay. Um, Alright. Uh, uh, so that's a 12. Yep. Hit. Clunk. Misses again? Yep. Yeah. Hits and bounces off. Yep. Probably. And then I will. Um, yeah, so I five foot back again yep. as it, it moves up, and then I will move back into melee with it with the Rory. Yep. No, no, I can't move back into melee. It'll move up to me. Yep, and try to sting you. And it will uh, miss tying in, I imagine. 13? Yep, or miss. miss you. Yeah, that, I th- that yep. I'm yep. certainly paying off. Oh, yes. That's um, why you get crit through this. Zwee. Zwee, sorry. Uh, Zwee... Gets a 10 to confirm the crit, which I imagine will fail. Oh, that's a relief. And Lydia gets missed at 11. Yay! This is where you really get stabbed for true damage. Stunned, rather. And then you can make another fortitude save. This is deadly, deadly poison. Which is now a penalty for your pop penalty, of course. 16. Nonetheless, you're hard enough. And shake the poison out of your system. Okay, and then it's tiny. Would you like to borrow one of my dice? No. Okay. I'm sticking with my dice. Love yeah. will change them. <laughs> and I will attempt a grapple check. Oh no, they're the same size. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. I'm just gonna try yeah. anyone again. You can try and paint them again. There's no um, disadvantage to doing so. Okay, that's well, a one, so ten. Yep. Click. Hang on, did you add the flat? Yep. Really? I'm depressed, remember? Oh, I forgot the depression. Yep, so the depression cancels out the flat. Yep. You guys need booze. That's Your so much Okay, sweet. Come on, kill the flanking one. Uh, 15. Plus Stems. two for flank. <laughs> yeah, okay. she's added that. Oh, well, oh. you so plus two for flank. Plus two for the morale and... I believe yeah. a plus five for the weapon bonus. More. That's about five damage. I think that's going to be one crab down. It starts oozing heavily all over the floor. It is not down, but it is not um. Fuck these things are tough. Good. Yes, they're much bigger and tougher. More yeah, I'm more. providing a purging bonus. I'm helping. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um. All right. Well, I guess. I will stand here and merely a crab, and you know, maybe one day someone will provide me a flanking bonus. So that I'll well, why don't you move up to help flank with us, then you get your sneak attack. Can I? Yeah, I mean, you've stepped back several feet at this point. Yeah, so I can move up. Yeah, you can either roll around it or roll through it. Yeah. Or just provoke. The lights here. Yeah, no, I will tumble around. Yeah. And if it will make my tumble check. Yep. To get into melee and have a flank. Yep, so that will put you on the one that Tiny and we are um, almost finishing. Yep. Yep. Finish it off. And I'll fail to hit it. Okay. And. But if I had rolled that 16, there's at least a chance. The reality is, with minus 4 penalty in my melee attack, there is basically no chance I will hit with these things. Did someone have get you a nice broken weapon? Oh no, wait, they are light, so I can use my decks. Right, that's why it's at the. I just a little bit of correct these numbers because these are useless. 
I'm going to put melee attack in It's not relevant what my attacks would be if I didn't have broken. The crabs flail at everyone. Yay! And so he's slightly less so than other people. Got a whole four rolling against you. Okay, so. I try and finish the one that we've been hacking at. Yep. Holy shit, it's a hit! Um, yep, that's six damage. Okay. Yeah, so you reach across to it, and it is big, but it's still low to the ground. It's probably the stomp rather than the punch, I think. You just stomp on its head, and there's the... Its brains grind out all over the all over the larder floor. Good boy. Now there's a good dice. And it's, it's, it's very, very dead. Dice gets pets for being good. Mm-hmm. So the one to me. Yep. So plus three, plus one. Uh, Which, if, if you now step out a bit, yes. you can start luring well, it out. Well, that's where that came from. Flanking and things. Okay, okay. so, right. so the, my attack one's just slightly better. Uh, that one won't do it. Okay, so I can finesse a light weapon, so with a light weapon, which is what these rocks are, I get plus four, plus one, so I get a plus five. Minus four for improv is an effective plus one, unless it's a thrown weapon in which case it's a plus two. That's a number that I can actually just look at. And we're back to you. Excellent. Now that I've fixed my thingy. Ooh, and I actually rolled really well. Um, that is a 21. Okay, you will hit it. Yep, and because I am flanking, I can have a sneak attack. Uh, yes, there is still one that can be flanked. Yep, I will hit that one. for that one. That's, okay. the one you, that's the one that you very lightly dinked with a rock. Seven, seven damage. Okay. There's a nice crunch sound from yep. somewhere inside it. Cool. And then they attack back with their deadly... Yeah, but they can only target two of us now. Yep. Uh, one will definitely be Lydia, because we just stabbed it. Yeah. And the other one will be me, because I just crushed his mate. Yeah, I don't argue with Science. No, sir. <laughs> they, they flail ineffectually, tangle their tails around each other, and spin round slightly, yeah, doing a dosey do before they get back to where they started. Yeah. I, I think this would probably be the point for the crab to go and seek easier prey. Unfortunately, we're between yes. there. Here we go. Adam, I'm starting to catch up with you. That was two natural ones. Excellent. <laughs> okay, they both fumble. I attack the one that I'm flanking with uh, Lydia with. Yep. Yep. There we go. And tiny nuts the horribly wounded crab. Uh, and that is much less of a splattering as you merely kick it against the wall, then put the boot into the side a few times until it goes crunch and lip. Yes. It, it doesn't dissolve like the there other one. It, it doesn't hit by a million hit points, it just dies. Mm-hmm. Alright. Sweet. Sweet. One left. The last crab. Yep. She was now flanking with Lydia. Yep. Oh, uh, crit for it. Is it? Is yeah, nice. Sorry, it looks like an idea. It is. Nope. Yeah, so just roll damage. Yep. So if you're not hitting it on a 19, something's going wrong. What? Is the longsword damage, long damage is a d6? You should be. Oh, okay, that's right. Yep. Small size longsword. Oh, right, small Four. size, of course. Which also, I was like, who's going to get the long sword? Of course, it's going to be sweet. Cause it's... Four? Yep. Okay. Four will bring it to disable. Oh. Not so dead as soon as it attacks, it's yes. not Yes, which it's going to do. So <laughs> yeah. not do it. So Lydia. Yep. You get one shot at... Um, I will hit it before. Before it obliterates, we... Uh, Fifteen. 
Yeah, oh, wait, I'm flanking. 17. It's never going to get its master to death punch. <laughs> yeah. You smash it with the rock and it dies. Yay! I smash it with the rock for many damages. Yep. It dissolves utterly. Yeah. Into a billion, billion pieces. Okay, we have Swoosh Crab all over the floor and Zwee has a sword. Which I'm going to hand to you. Do, do, you, do you want it? Uh, it's a halfling sword. It's a long sword. I don't know how to use a weapon this long. All yours. Okay. Are you not proficient with it? I'm a rogue. Yeah, no, you're not, are you? You're proficient with short swords. <laughs> yeah. Is that no, it's Wee's it's we, it's new sword. Put it on your character sheet. No, no, we have a chance to, you know, So you pause, scoop all the crap yeah, yeah, nuts and crap we, out of the we way. Just, we just throw them out the window. Mm. Um, yes, there is a dead guy in here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, can but so. Can everyone make me a wisdom check? Because I'm proud to say that anyone recognizes. 19. 29. Uh, so it's wisdom. Wisdom. For wisdom? Yeah. yeah. So, so 26. Okay. Lydia, you're, you're pretty sure, like, the face is someone you've seen before, but. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, um, tiny. It's where you, you look at him for a moment and have no recollection whatsoever. It's just some halfling. And then actually think about it and the face swims to mind and you see, you know, a fairly happy little halfling chap saying to you, you know, welcome aboard, welcome aboard, shaking your hand. Um, you are pretty sure he is the first mate. He was the first mate of the ship. Hmm. Um, but he is very dead now. Can we make a heel kick and we'll kill them? Twenty-five. Okay, so twenty-seven. You, you obviously he has been poisoned by these Europeans. You know that's pretty obvious in his puffy purple skin and all the rest of it style thing. But as you flip him over and just check him over, ah. This is interesting. No shipwreck or creature did this. Um, his heart has been not it, not quite a clean puncture through his heart, but a serious wound very close. He has been stabbed with a rapier. I'll pass that along. Yep. Um, anyone who carried a rapier. And you are pretty confident that he has been stabbed into unconsciousness rather than death with a rapier, i.e. he's fallen, dying, and then stabilised him. So, metagame terms, somebody stabbed him with a rapier, he's fallen, dying, then stabilised himself, um, then has been poisoned to death, well unconscious, by By crowds. Which wouldn't have been very difficult at all. Yeah. It's all pretty sad, really. Do you ever remember his name? Elton. Elton. Poor little Elton. No, I'm guessing he's not wearing any armor or anything? He is not. He is just wearing standard um, clothing. We'll make, I'll make sure to take his boots. Oh, really? Dead man's boots. He, he's got no use for them. But we're going to need them. Oh, I suppose... Yeah. And I'll say a little prayer over him. 
yet. Can we? I don't think we're going to be able to get him back up the cliff. Can we maybe give him a sea barrier? Very easily. Yeah. You pick him up, you take him out, and you wait for the wait for the wave to come in and sort of throw him slightly as the wave takes him back out to yeah. sea. I will um, join haltingly in um, uh, Zwee's prayer to Sarah Gray as um, Kaelin Kale- is less useful for these moments. But I will wish him a better harbour and a good drink in a, a good drink in Eport. I'll just give him a salute because you know I'm not highly religious. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I mean that, that's as, that's as good as you're going to, going to get, very wise. Given that otherwise you're just going to be in the boat till it goes over the cliff. Was there anything else in the room? Yeah. So this is the larder, and as you go through it, among other things, we probably want to remove corpse and crab parts before we start sorting through the food. <laughs> yeah. We'll find stuffs. Uh, can somebody give me a heal check? Yeah. This is where you would be up against people on the whiskey I think I want to be roll. Okay, so you look through um, you look through the stuff and you find um, unsurprisingly a lot of this food is heavily contaminated by the sea and is now largely inedible. Um, You do, however, find things like salt pork in that that's very well preserved. Oh, cool! Um, You have effectively twenty four days worth of rations for a single person here, so divide it up however you like. So. Eight people every three days. Yeah, yeah, but um, it will be useful if, if there's some reason someone can't uh, go hunting or whatever. Hmm. Um, then, as we find something odd, um, as you're looking through, you've got these various you've got these various jars marked coffee. You know, all, all of this stuff is very clearly marked in polyglot what it's supposed to be because. It's been designed for the convenience of use of the cook style thing. And so you're looking through these coffee jars because the jars themselves, if they haven't cracked, are actually nice and sealable. But the things, unfortunately, cracked, 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 cracked. This, two of these are tilted over, and there is sort of... In the others, there is a brown pungent powder, which is pretty much coffee. Um, and in this, there is a much blacker darker powder where you can't identify it under these circumstances if you actually got it back you know took it back to camp and ran tests on it and things that might be a different story but for the moment you have failed your heel check whatever it is it's damn sure not coffee so dark powder dark, dark black powder question mark there's not a lot of it left yeah so it's it's you haven't really got enough to do a lot of eating with but yeah. um, testing of some kind. Yeah. Um, and that is pretty much what you find in the larder. Basically, this isn't an enormous supply of food because they would have had in the cargo hold below was the would have been the vast majority of the yeah. ingredients and things that weren't being currently used. And the cargo hold is, is not here anymore. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is what you find... Um, Award for the Genevere. Uh, oh, the one thing you will find on Olsen, uh, you will like this. Uh, manacle keys? No, he does not have manacle keys. Yes. What he does have, however, is Master of Thieves tools. Oh! Yours. Yoink. 
halfling size too and everything. Yeah. Not that it would make that much difference. I, I'm writing that straight on my character sheet, yeah, guys. Yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's practically the, engraved with your there's, name. there's absolutely no point for this game trying to work out the value of treasure division. Yeah, because yeah. you're you're within the context of the game never going to run into a shop and try to work yeah. out what's worth it. How much does the sword weigh? Uh, six pounds. So, um, that is a plus two bonus to my thieving. Yep, just a plus two bonus to your thieving. Alright, so that's a plus. Uh, Which which you've pissed around with a lot long enough to know this, you know, will bring you up to what you want on a 20. Score! (laughs) Okay, that was totally worth coming down here. Yes, these tools when you see them. Yes. (laughs) Now don't drop them on the way back out. Yeah. Now, I'm calling my outfit has spaces for thieves. I'm perfectly prepared to believe that none of the secret pockets had things in yeah, them. Yeah, I, I have spaces for Masterwork Thieves tools in my outfit. Uh, you, now, this should actually be pretty easy, but you will actually need to make a search check to find them on because he has hidden them about his person as opposed okay. to his... Um... Alright, I got a 26. Okay, yeah. Yeah, my character is custom designed to find yes, they, things. They're in a, a very slightly yeah. concealed pocket. They're certainly not sewed into the lining or anything yeah. like that. They're just tucked away. So yeah, so basically, Lydia does an unobtrusive hand movement and guys barely notice to score these. Slips them away in a pocket equally unobtrusively, barely noticeable. Then she gets them out, dances around the cabin and kisses them, at <laughs> which point you pretty much spot that she's found them. So there's clear, there could have been some stealthy burglary happening here, but instead there was lots of dancing and jumping and and then she reflects that she would probably stop jumping because we're on a precarious <laughs> show. <laughs> that appears to be what you have found from the genome. Score! Something going to happen diplomacy checks for them. Yeah. At this point, do we want to have you um, climb out? Um, you have explored this hex at this point. Yeah. And returned to camp, basically? Yeah. Okay. So, who's carrying the stuff? Um, the big I'm... improvised backpack. I've got the highest strength check, but I also have the worst penalties. Yeah, so, um... I'm too depressed to carry this shit. You you and me both have eight athletics, right? Yeah. And you've got the plus two morale bonus. So I'd say you're carrying the majority of it, and I'll have a couple of things in one of the other sacks. So, um, division-wise, um, we'll split... We'll, we'll say um, I've got one third of the stuff that's here. She's yep. got two thirds. Yep. And then we can make checks right. based can on. Can you both give me dexterity checks to start with to tie ropes appropriately to improvise backpacks? So that thing. 27. You're fine. 20. Yeah. You're also fine. Okay. And okay. then both make me athletics checks at no penalties or bonuses or things. Or, yeah. Nothing from the packs. 24. Okay, so you climb and up. And that is with the plus two? Ouch. You climb up, your pack swinging precariously. Yep. Um, you know, it's kind of awkward because it's not designed yep. for this sort of thing, but you reach the top. So, yay. Um, Zwee, there is a small, slight whoosh noise and a splash from you. Can I have that list? Yep. I must have worked few stones go. No, no, they're <laughs> my fucking stones. Yeah, you've failed at by one, so you will lose the most useless thing on there. One flask of oil falls out. Can you give me another athletics check? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 18. Okay. And you reach the top. So, so one flask of oil bounces out a small hole inside of the canvas yeah. sheet. 
hits the rock and literally just shatters. So even if you could retrieve it, it's yep. so gone. It's not funny. Yeah, that was, that was as close as you Yeah, you only failed it by one, so it's like, yeah, you, you lose the best item for you to lose yep. on there. And you reach the top and return to the camp. And we will cut out the yes. thing. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll have the camp and say, we found the Genevieve! Yeah, we'll have an actual conversation with the guys about what we've found and, yeah. you know, what's and happening and a dramatic medical moving scene and all that stuff, but let's leave that um, there. I will say, you know, before, after we've climbed this cliff and are catching our break, and before we go back to the camp, is, um, I did remember something. Um, apparently there's, a temple to the god of assassins on the silence. The Red Mantis god of assassins? No, a bigger, better god of assassins. This island's just full of lovely things. I... Okay, um, I think I remember something too. I remember some stories... I, I remember reading something that sort of confirmed what we said. The island might have ghosts and cannibals and possibly cannibal ghosts. <laughs> It's ghosts, cannibals, and cannibal ghosts. They said that, you know, at night you can see the witch fire glows from where, you know, they come back to haunt the living. Ooh, right on this one. Like that. Yeah. They do that. Just like the demons like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It means... Uh, hunt down every little wisp of the car. Oh, sorry. It's it's a bit of ro- um, revise your hero point for two cent one. Yep. Which is me and Zoe. Yeah. She's doing it. She's very good. She but some of you have mind fire. fire. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But I think that that was about. It was. No burger. No burger. Thieves and assassins. Okay. Um. Evil thieves and assassins. Not a nice Greed, poison, thieves, and assassins. Ah, yes. Evil is not actually one of his, um... Domains, no, but he one is... Of, 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 I'm pretty sure it actually is one of his domains. It's not one of his portfolio. No. He's not a god of, of just evil per se. No, he's just an evil god. Yes. <laughs> he actually get paid for his yes. evil. He is a, a very, very evil god. Yeah. And so we... He's we, the god of thieves in this universe. There's no cuddly thieves god like Olimandara who's merely chaotic. If you want that, then that's Vizmara for you. And so we leave you having um, made a small recovery. You have found some valuable tools and goods. Yes. And explored three hexes of islands. Yes. Right. And proceeding on. We'll leave that there.